Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so y'all know how this works. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of an investment decision or otherwise. Appreciate y'all for doing that and appreciate y'all for uh, spreading the word of financial literacy. Shout out to everybody, like we said, that pulled up in Philly, showed us their portfolios and talked about all the research they've been doing. Shout out to my man, I forget his name, um, but he, he showed me one of the investments that we actually recommended on Market Mondays. And he was like, yo, that was crazy. I'm actually gonna talk about that a little bit later in the show. So shout out to him. And shout out to all our people at Ally, obviously earners and Red Panda family. Y'all know we want to let y'all know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and our relentlessly focus on doing it right for both customers and our communities. So get with Ally so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything we need, we're all better off with an Ally, and we're going to be uh, announcing our final five uh, scholarship winners later on in the show. So shout out to y'all and tune in for that. Welcome to all the earners that have already been selected. Uh, you're part of the family. Yeah, put and, those five and, club too? And oh, let, got you. Let, let's do this. Let's switch mics. And and saying I'm lost. We need a little pineapple juice, a little, a little he, bit of projection. <laughs> yeah. 
Try to talk as close hey, to the mic as possible. Somebody yeah, bring a smoothie. Tell my gain up a little bit. Troy, <laughs> which one bit. is it? He good. Right there. Is this the highest level? They all on. They all on. Bet. Can you guys hear me now? Because I'll go get that smoothie cane cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chill. Um, all right. So before we start the before we start the show, we have a motion picture. Oh. Wanna get into this? I want you guys. Yes, guys. Please. Cause he got chills when we showed it to him. For real had goosebumps. This is true. Yeah. This is true. So well, let's play the video and we can talk about it last <laughs> after. Oh, Jan. Let's go full screen on him, Jan. So what can I do to help? We need the biggest. Look, last year was last year. This year, we need to make this the biggest ever. Keyword, ever. The bigger the fest, the more we invest. So all in, brother. <laughs> Let's put this someplace safe and get it popping. Best Fest 2022. You thought it wasn't going to happen. You were sadly mistaken. Not only will it happen, but it will happen three times bigger. Three times bigger. This year, VIP night will be a movie. Absolute movie. An absolute movie. <laughs> um, let's 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 go down the list of some of the people oh, that will be at Invest Fest 2022. And I'm not going to say everybody. I'm just going to say some. Okay, okay. Uh, Steve Harvey will be in the building. Hey. Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell Flex to drop a bomb to that. Steve Harvey will be in the building. Yes. Ricky Rose, Rick Ross will be in the building. Hey. Yeah. Uh. Charlemagne the God will be in the building. Peace to the God. Peace, Peace to, the, to God. the God. Peace to the God. Of course, EYL will be in the building. You already hey. know. Wall Street Trapper will be in the building. Is we trapping or not? Movie. 19 Keys will be in the building. Movie. You understand me? Ian Dunlap will be in the building. Big movie. <laughs> Big movie. <laughs> Big movie. Now watch this. Dan Cathy will be in the building. I don't think they you understand. Might, nah, nah, I don't think they let's, understand. Let's, let's, they let's, all understand. Let's go through this real quick. Yeah, yeah. Dan Cathy, the former CEO of Chick-fil-A. Man. Net worth $7 billion. Don't Don't believe me? Google it. Show up. Google it. <laughs> The richest person that we've had on the platform so far. Ever. Inclu Show including, ex excluding nobody. Yeah. Milano, Philly, big Philly, mm. will be in the building. Yes. MG, the mortgage guy. Big movie. Will be in the building. <laughs> big energy. <laughs> Eric Thomas. Big movie. <laughs> will be in the building. 
Uh, the young boy that's doing his thing right now, Aristotle Investments. Shout out to Aristotle. Will be in the building. Final Wars Part Three. Ter <laughs> Terrence J. Big big movie. Well, you know what he's coming. Terrence J. You know what he's coming. Building. <laughs> Fellas, put your ladies up. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Burns. Big movie. The curator of culture himself. If you were at Roots Picnic, y'all already saw what Kenny Burns can do. And if you haven't, you played yourself. Kenny Burns is a legend. Mm. Curator of culture, y'all. David Shans. Legend. Movie. Put on a show last year at Invest Fest. The Budget Nista. The Queen. I mean, what do we even need to say anything? The credit. Oh, let's go back to her for a second. Because we want to talk about financial literacy. How many people have actually enacted change as far as legislation? She has that, a bill. She has a bill in the state of New Jersey that is mandated to teach financial literacy. Stop playing. <sighs> Jose Rodriguez, the credit dude. We'll be in the building. If Jose changed your life, put yes in chat. That For dude is real. amazing. <laughs> his information is ridiculous. I'm using his information. Kiana Watson. Hey. The queen. First lady of, of, of EYL Network. Ransom Gem, shout out to the whole show. Kiana, I mean, how many people do we run in, into in the real estate game and their, their goal is to meet Kiana Watson and be her? Well, Plenty. here's your chance. <laughs> Ash Cash, the family. <laughs> the family. That's that's fam, you know that. Anthony O'Neill. Hey, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Very yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. I know that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important. Josh Brown. Hey, my dog. We'll be in the building. <laughs> Market we'll Monday Zone. We changing the title for him. We'll be in the building. <laughs> my dad, Hassan Bilal, will be in the building. Yeah, I don't think they understand. Legend. That is legendary. He's, you kind of like snuck it in. I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's dope. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. Um, Miss Diddy. Hey, um, wait, she's getting spicy. Shout out to Miss Diddy. Wait, shout out I'm to Miss Diddy. Yeah, Yo, yeah. today she made a declaration, right? The people who run the city don't have to say it. We already know. If you're in LA, you already know what she means to LA. You already know what she means to EYL. Yeah. We got some big things planned too with her. So shout out to Miss Diddy. <sighs> Him 500. Hey. Boss. Marcus <laughs> Barney will be in the building. It's just a few. We got. Some surprises. Some surprises. I, I, I don't want to name. I, that's why I said I want to make sure I, I, because I, I don't want to say like you didn't say this. I don't want to name everybody because uh, it's not it's not it's not over yet, and you can't give away everything. That's a that's a few people that will be in the building. Three day event Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August fifth, sixth, seventh, Atlanta, Georgia. Go to investfest.com right now. Get your ticket. Vendors. There will be four hundred vendor booths. Those they will sell out. Get your vendor booths. Looking at 10,000 people this year. Yep. That's it. That's Special it. Surprises. I told you. I told you. It's here. Can't say we didn't tell you. It's here. <sighs> Legendary. It's here. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Amazon mm -hmm. stock split. Let's start off with Amazon stock split. This is where everybody has been talking about the whole, the whole day. Um, it's split today. And I actually been doing some research on this. So stock splits um, have outperformed. So let me let me just make sure I'll pull this up. But while I'm while I'm pulling it up, I know in the past um, we said to wait for Amazon to pull back. Right. Mm -hmm. um, are we still taking that approach to wait? Because what they're saying, too, is that a lot of people are getting dragged into the market. It's like quicksand because the market is still on shaky ground, mm -hmm. but so many people are excited about Amazon stock split yeah. that a lot of new money's coming in, came in today, probably will come in for this whole week. Um, 
so yeah so any caution for new investors that are just starting to invest off of amazon is it is it a good time to buy amazon or should they just be a little cautious about not just amazon but the total state of the economy in the market um if you guys are going to be patient you will make profit and if you don't i'm not gonna yell no smoothie cup <laughs> if you don't listen you're going to pay the price so if you're going to hold amazon for five years for sure please put five years in check every person watching you're good if you are looking to flip or hold it for a short period of time, you're going to be in trouble. Um, the low to bull price, I know stock club members, you're going to be mad, but 9048 is the area I want you to wait to like load up at. But if you buy it now and you set it and forget it for five or 10 years, you'll be good. And if we've made you money, please put yes in chat for those who are new, who don't know what I don't want to happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cause you're excited like how you were about doge and shiba and solana which was supposed to be decentralized and we'll talk about that later and then if you buy that 124 and it slides to 115 or 100 flat you're crying i want you guys because you guys are the best group of investors ever i want you to stay focused on prices that will pay you so 90 48 and 100 is where i want you to load if you buy it this week or today and just want to get it out of the way i'm not mad at you yeah. but you have to hold for five years minimum yeah, keep it as a long-term investment. And yep. even that 9048, that's like 2019 levels. Yep. And so if you look back to that date and where it's gone since then for it to have a pullback like it is, it's like if you wanted to get invested in Amazon and you believe in the growth of it, and obviously we've mm -hmm. spoken about it numerous times about where we think it's gonna be the second half of this year and going forward, this is a good time, um, in my opinion. Uh, like I said, if I liked it at 130, I should like it at 120 as well because we're gonna keep it long-term. Shout out yeah. to everybody that actually pulled the trigger and actually made a decision to invest. Oh, so like a lot of people will say, hey, should we invest before the split or after the split? Most people will sit and they won't do anything, anything. right? And so, like I said, if, if you would have bought it on Friday and you, you bought one share, now you have 20. Yeah. The problem is that now, if you didn't, are you still willing to buy 20 shares when it's at $124? Yeah. Or are you gonna say like, well, since it's $124, I'll buy five shares. And so you gotta figure out what your plan is going into these investments. And so. Shout out to, to Neil Davis, uh, my boy. We, yeah. we actually sat down and he was like, listen, I don't wanna be on the sideline anymore. I wanna be active. And so we came, we actually sat down and, and drew up a plan and he executed on his plan. His plan was to get to a thousand shares. He bought 20, he saw his split, he bought more. And so now he's got a plan um, of where he wants to go. He wants to be part of that thousand shares, a hundred doors club. So shout out it. to him. So there was a plan that was in place that we actually came up um, together. So I would encourage people, make sure that you have a plan and make sure you take action on the plan, you actually execute it, right? Because if you're just asking the questions for, for the hell of it, what's the point, right? The question was, should I do it before or after? Well, both have happened now, so what did you do? Yep, take advantage of it. I mean, we've slid down, and for everyone who was like, hey, it was too pricey, and I'll tell you guys this open and honestly, Stock Club members, I'm sorry. Uh, Amazon has been in the top four picks of Stock Club for six years. Hasn't been as cheap in a long time, please take advantage of it. Once again, 90, 48 and 100 flat is where I want you to buy. If you hold for five years, you'll be great. And if we made you money, please put yes in chat. I want you to go do. I don't want you guys to learn 
and not execute. I want you to be rich. If you want to be rich, please put rich mm -hmm. in chat. You're good. Yeah. So, it's crazy, man. I remember you was trying to, you were thinking about getting in and you said every day since it went up, since we said that on Market Mondays two weeks ago, it went up 30%. Mm -hmm. It's going to pull back though. Right, so it, I mean, it's going to have these ebbs and flows where it pulls back, but like, again, have your plan. Where's your entry point going to be? And make sure when you have the entry point, when it comes, execute. And if it does pull back, then there's another place to average down, right? So you dollar cost averaging down, but don't get crazy with the dollar cost averaging, right? I know one of the things that I took that from you was like, listen, if I have to dollar cost average more than two or three times, you messed up. Then I messed up somewhere. And so yeah. make sure that your prices and the points that you're going to get in matter are important. So here's some historical, here's some historical data. Let's do it. Since 1980, um, out of all the stock splits that have happened since 1980, mm -hmm. um, compared to the S&P 500, um, in three months, there's companies that have split their stocks, but were up 7.8% mm. and the S and P was up 2% in six months since the stock split, the companies that split their stock was up 13.9% on average when the S and P was up 4.4%. And in 12 months, um, the companies that split their stock was up 25% compared to 9% yep. to the S and P 500. So what does that say? Of course, the past is never a guarantee what will happen in the future, but it is a good indicator. So history is on the side of Amazon and Google and Shopify, probably over time, um, yeah. that they will probably outperform the market and outperform other in their space, even though nobody's really in their space, Google and Amazon space, yeah, but they, they are the best. So the odds are looking at historical data, mm -hmm. it looks very likely that Amazon, Google, the companies that are splitting their stocks will outperform the market yeah. in the next one year, five years, 10 years. I'm going to put Shopify in there too. Shopify Dark also. Horse. Yeah. But also too, Quick quiz question. What retail company is better than Amazon domestically or internationally? I know sometimes this seems so hard. Investing is really easy. Invest in the top four. They're the best in the space. Mm -hmm. If you just literally, even in crypto, Bitcoin for a while, Ethereum, you have to go look out for the crypto regulations because if they classify Ethereum as a security, it may change a few things. But if you invest in the top two or four, you're good. Everybody please put investing is easy. And then since you're a part of the free Market Mondays hedge fund, the free course, <laughs> which is Market Mondays, I'm telling you what to do. Profit from my years of experience. And I'm these are the ones I'm investing in. So if you can get in at 90, 48, 100, and for those of you that have already had it, I'm sure you woke up, you were pretty happy. Moving to the upside by the end of the year, Amazon should be like a 157, 92-ish. You'll be happy. All the investors that hold for a long-term, every asset class, please write this down. Every asset that you own, hold for 10 years. All the gains are there and you're good. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. So that's the Amazon stock split. Um, let's, let's go over some, some a quiz time. Uh, Ian talked about Urban One last week. Yeah. Uh, for the culture. He's very, <laughs> passionate. <laughs> very passionate. Very passionate about Urban One stock. $6.94. For those of you who say you don't have enough money to put in. Did anybody, if you, if you purchased any shares of urban one, put one in chat. Oh, I can't wait to see let's, this. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Oh, we got some ones. I see some ones over here in the zoom. Waiting. <laughs> YouTube said I'll wait. 
Do we want the culture to win or not? Urban, yes. Urban won. Legendary situation. Okay. Uh, okay, I see some ones coming in. One, I didn't even realize that, but one for Urban won. That makes sense. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. I see a lot of ones. I see a lot of ones coming in. When you guys are saying, hey, I wish that we could do an AMC GameStop takeover. If you truly believe in culture and us doing better, we have to support the companies that we believe in that are backed by us. I want to see it in action and not talk. So um, I don't think many people will invest. That's my thesis, but I hope you guys do and pile in and we can drive the value of this company up. You can't tell me that AMC actually provides more value than Urban One. It's just that their apes got into it and pushed it up. So man, it stayed alive. Yeah. Yeah. Similar GameStop, same thing. We've yep. seen it happen. All right. Okay. All right. So let's let's go into this. What's the most important indicator in the market? Quiz time. I want you to put it in chat. We've talked about it endlessly. It's not about us knowing. It's about you guys knowing. So I'll give you guys 10 seconds. Do, 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 do. The okay. most important indicator. I mean, I think you say it every week. So <laughs> most important indicator. Yeah, I see some people. This this is a way to teach. Market Monday is the educational show. Yep. And if you remember being in school, that was one of the things that the teachers used to do is they would ask you a question. And it's not just about just dictating information. It's about having class participation. Yeah. So, Critical thinking is the key. Yes. Yeah, Critical this, thinking. This is the participation from there's only one. Class participation, Greg. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I see EMA, I see VIX, I see volume. I saw quantitative easing in the uh, chat. Fibonacci. Yeah, yeah, a uh, lot of volume, a lot of volume. Volume. A lot of VIX. EM, 200 EMA, VIX, 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 VIX. Trend, okay, price action. PE ratio, EMA. Yep. Uh, Market uh, cap and VIX. Yield curve, valuation. Yep. Number one indicator in the market that moves the market is quantitative easing. Quantitative so shout easing. Shout out to the earners who put that. Quantitative easing, ladies and gentlemen, for 500. Quantitative easing for 500. And here's why. If the Fed is not printing money, uh, it was an interesting report that only 12 out of 500 companies can actively produce profit without the Fed. 12. That's scary. So I know some of you are like support price action, but most companies have fallen apart without the Fed printing money. So if the Federal Reserve continues to print money and they're going to start tapering off bonds, they're not buying as much. June will be a critical month and so will September. But if most companies, especially growth, went mm -hmm. up because of the Fed, now that they stop, like when your parents are like, you on punishment, I'm not buying you any kicks, any shoes, and then you go to school looking bummy, that's where we're at in the economy. And yeah. truth be told, you said it before with tech, without quantitative easing in Obama in 2008, most of the tech companies that we know and love now would not have gotten funded. Yeah, I think Josh Brown said something really important the other day. He was like, if you're looking at growth stocks and you're looking at the trends from January, I want you to forget about that. Uh -huh. Forget about that. Like, I don't even want you to refer to that anymore because the numbers are inflated and quantitative easing will still happen. Yep. I want you to try to get a, a grip of what's happening now. Uh -huh. Like this is more of an indication. Like we're going back, and it, it, it's we're ironic that we're literally going market. back to 2019. Yeah, to see like what these companies are really worth. Yeah, you know what I mean. So what what is happening in June? Can you just because you have referenced it a few times, but people might not understand. Yeah. So when the reason why we're going up because of the Fed was and the government was buying all the bonds, the bond market is falling apart. Uh, Federal Reserve got to a point where they just said, "Hey, we're not going to keep the market afloat. I'm tired. So now we have to produce." 
companies have to produce actual profit. Like here's a novel concept. Companies with a high profit margin <laughs> should go up and the ones that don't have that should fall apart. So now angel deals are gonna fall apart. Those are uh, people that take their capital and invest into other companies. So companies with low margin like Uber, Lyft, Instacart mm -hmm. won't do as well. Peloton won't do as well. We are actually, please write this down. We're now in a real market. Everything prior to 2020 was really just it being propped up on steroids. Now we get to see who really can produce value, who has a solid revenue base, solid executives, and you've seen the same thing in crypto. That's why I told you last year, all of the markets are tied together because all the players are investing in every asset class at one time. Yeah, you know, Sam just gave a dope analogy. He's like, yo, this is the playoffs now. Yeah. Right, like so. This is the play. We had the regular season, and yep. now it's the playoffs, and only sixteen teams are making it to the playoffs. Yep. And so we got to figure out which of those teams, which ones are actually making money, actually making profit, um, and have earnings that make sense. Like I watched CrowdStrike uh -huh. have their earnings, and they blow out their earnings, and the 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 trend was down. I'm just like, this market is pretty. <laughs> like this doesn't make sense. But if you really understand what cybersecurity means for us now, especially in times of when we see conflict Absolutely. and war. And going forward, you understand like, all right, now this is a position we need to stay in long term. This is a this is a profitable business. So go yeah. study 2007 to 2012 and then go study 1987 through 1999. You'll understand what kind of market we're in. It's a combination of like past recessions and one and crude keeps going up. So when oil and gas, if we get back to 150, look how it was in 2007. Mm. It's tough. But if you were invest fest last year and I gave you the target, too short and be able to make six figures in the market, you're doing fine. That way you can hold on. Your job is to be able to invest and trade in every market up or down and make money. And if we made you money, please put yes <laughs> in chat. Hell yeah. What what stocks um should have you brought what stocks should you have brought in the last 30 days? Uh, I don't want to sound like a, a broken horse, but Apple and Microsoft. Uh, we're gonna talk about it sometime tonight, but you guys see Nancy Pelosi. Let's talk, about it. Let's, 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 let's talk about it now. <laughs> Listen, she bought for those of you who love options, tune in. Yeah. You guys tell me the strike price for the for the Apple and Microsoft calls that she bought. Nancy Pelosi and her husband have not lost. Follow them. Go Google how to find what Nancy Pelosi is investing in, whatever she buys. You should buy as well. Yeah, she it, bought she bought options on on Apple. Yeah, she bought Microsoft. she bought option calls on Apple and Microsoft. Leave um, options or short term. Yeah, long -term. it's it's usually long term. All if we, long term. So what's been happening is over the past like two years, they've been tracking what her and her husband invest in, and it's always been a profitable um, investment. And so it's, she's done so well, and her husband has done so well that they're actually trying to figure out if they should make legislation in the past to say that government officials shouldn't be allowed to make option calls or invest in, in this manner, right? Because they almost have, they there's advantages that she's gonna have that the average investor won't. She bought $80, $80 strike price? For? I see $80 in the, in the chat. I don't know what that's- a, Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see this one. I know they, in the past- They said they said $80 for Apple, 180 for Microsoft. Now, now let's check our track record. $46 million in real estate, 15 in manufacturing, 15 million, $15 million invested into Apple and then $15 million into a couple other things. That's her, but her husband is separate. So she has $15 million invested in Apple? Yep. Yeah, they like they put in like 600,000 in the call and 500,000 in the call. Undefeated track record. Nancy, please come on the show. <laughs> you, The job, 
is to get power to protect your money and money to get power. So I know it may feel unfair, right? But if you can follow what she's doing, and now I've been telling you the entire time, there are only a few companies that can produce profit. So if you're trading, the ones you trade should be the ones you invest in long-term. So if she's doing two years, don't take it from me, take it from her. She has a higher net worth than me at this moment. Follow the money. That's all you have to do. This is like billions all over again. Mm -hmm. Just follow. Will they put out legislation? Maybe, but there's always going to be a way around that. You should take advantage of it how she does. The call's going to work well too. In the money. She's deep in the money. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, you put yeah. an $80 call. That's I mean, yeah. legendary. Deep in the money. Right. So obviously, if, if it trends up, that 500000 can turn into something real special. For Amazing. Me. That's what she put, 500000 I think, yeah, on the app or 600000 yeah. Shoddy mind turning. <laughs> <laughs> Madam Secretary. Oh, follow the money. Um, what are eight things to look out for to know if we are in a recession? Um, well, number one, you have to look to see what percentage of companies in the Dow and S&P 500 are profitable. So just go study net profit. You want to see consumer spending go up. It's currently down. Third, I've told you guys this before, foot traffic. So when people are reporting numbers, a lot of times you can go into a store and ask the manager, hey, are sales up or down year over year? So for those of you that are like seriously invested, you want to know those number on a local and a national scale. Um, number four, for the new IPO, how many new IPOs there are coming this year? So in 2020, it felt like everybody had a spec. It was a new IPO. Now all of a sudden they're tapering off. That will give you an indication. I know they keep telling everyone that jobs are better than ever, and it, but go ask amongst your family and friends, especially for those of you that are black and brown, how many of your friends or family are being hired or at your job if they're hiring or not. Some of these things you just have to do on your own. Keep Number six, keep your eye on real estate prices. Number seven, mm. are any of you getting raises in your jobs? Because the truth is, most companies are going to find a way to begin cutting off full-time benefits by putting you part-time or laying people off. We'll talk about Coinbase in a little bit. And then number eight, um, in aggregate, I want you to call the top 30 people that you talk to, text them right now, and ask them if they're worried about the market or not. And by market, I mean their own personal economy. If, the, if you don't have four out of eight lined up for you, things are worse. So I know some of you will be like, hey, I don't want to watch the news. If you talk to your own personal family and friends, you'll get a feeling for if the recession is here or not. We're going to be here. So don't let them play with the data and say, well, jobs are technically up. I told you guys in Philly, uh, I read a report that the Black employment rate will never surpass the 2006 level. And people are like, I don't think that's true. I'm like, but that's why you have so many more entrepreneurs that are black now, because you know this. Mm. Now, if they're not including in the people that never went back, mm -hmm. y'all can play with the numbers. The thing about stats, you can make a stat. You see it on ESPN, on this Thursday, Ian had the best mm -hmm. basketball game of anybody in history Super for just two minutes. Yeah, That's like, that sounds good. But when you look in your checking account, your savings, your portfolio, do things look better or worse? Things are worse off than they were before. Yeah, and if all else fails, we could just wait for Cardi B to text it. Listen, Cardi <laughs> indicator. Cardi B. 
Shout out to Cardi. Shout out to Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi said, I wonder when they're going to tell us. Cardi, uh, there goes the steps. Let's talk about this. Square and Apple announced partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my guy. Yeah. Told you. So if he part, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But so now if they partner and help on introduction of Bitcoin and crypto, and they have a partnership with Tesla, I think Square would be okay. I kept telling you guys to wait. I know it took a dive. Great. And I don't have an issue being wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll be happy to come on here and say it. But if they pair with Apple and Tesla. Yeah. And no additional technology, right? Because they're, they're saying that you don't even have to put the, the piece on it anymore. Yes. It actually, you can just do the fully integrated, the fully integrated uh, using Square fully will integrated into the phone. Will them or not? And I truly believe before Tim Cook leaves, they will probably try and acquire Square. Yeah. And so it, that news actually affected some of the other buy now, pay later mm -hmm. companies, right? We saw a firm pull back a little bit today. And so that type of merger, obviously we talk about Block all the time, we talk about Apple all the time, to get that type of news and hear some of the new technology that Apple's about to offer, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, interesting times, right? Square for number one, obviously is the innovator in that space. And so that's, that's a key, that's a key, not acquisition, but partnership. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens long time around. Um, Shout out to YouTube, 8,500 people want to oh, check word? in. Love you guys. Oh, shout out to the two. Family, yeah, pushing yeah. two, yeah. Shout out to the two. Let's, let's get this up to 9,000. Hit the like button and share. Yes, very important episode. Uh, very important information. Very I found one from 176 to 30. It's at 23 bucks now. Yeah, it got down to 23. Got down they to 23. Um, speaking of Apple, Apple is a big day for Apple. They announced a lot of updates. Um, one of the updates is the iOS 16 which will now allow you to edit sent text messages and delete sent text messages. Like, you know, WhatsApp, when before somebody reads it, let's say you just had a night, you just had too much, you had a little bit too much pineapple, too, too much, too much pineapple. Need, need a mulligan. And, and <laughs> let her know I read it though. <laughs> Saved a bunch of relationships, including one of my old ones. Boy, you sent the wrong text. Tim Cook. Or you sent the text to the wrong person. Yo, that happens. That also the happens. Worst. That happens. Yeah. And then you realize it right when you send it. Oh, that happens. That's happened to me a few times. It's happened to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wrong Troy. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you was on the receiving end. Yeah, of it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of gotcha. them. Okay. We'll leave names anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they should have been did that because uh, even in like Instagram, you could delete. Uh, you could delete DMs. Mm -hmm. What's WhatsApp? You could delete. So not only will you be able to delete, but you also will be able to edit. That's interesting. That's fine. Um, so that's 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 something that they that they announced today that will be rolling out soon. Mm -hmm. They also um, they also announced a few other things. Let's see. They have a uh, pay pay later. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Apple Pay later. Um, that's going to be interesting, especially in this economy. The MacBook Air M2, 13 inch uh, MacBook. Pro, mm -hmm. um, so that that's that's with that's the, pretty dope. With M1 chips, their own chips are inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Important, yeah. very important. The iPad um, 16. Uh, so that they're trying to make the iPad more of a computer. Yeah, 16 already. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to make the iPad more of a computer than an actual tablet. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, the Watch Nine. Um, so that the, the new Apple Watch. They're really trying to push that M2 chip. Now M1, not M1. M1 was like M2 chip, new yeah. chip. I'm sorry. Thank y'all for correcting me. Um, yeah, new processor M2. So, yeah, Apple is continuing to to push the envelope to um, you know, 
stay one step ahead of the curve. Absolutely. So that'll be interesting to see how that will affect his stock price over the next six months or 12 months. But definitely, you know, some new updates that, you know, should be aware of. If you're, if you're an Apple investor, you should definitely be aware of it because at the end of the day, if you invest in stocks, never forget, you are actually an owner of a company. Mm-hmm. So as an owner of a company, you should definitely be aware of all the new products, all of the debt that the company has, all of the hires and things of that nature. So, you know, you're not just an investor, you're an owner. owner. That's extremely important. So if you have Apple stock, you are a owner in Apple. You own Apple. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I said it last week, but when you own Apple, you actually own that as well as Google and Amazon. You own 40 other companies inside of that. Like the wearables business for Apple Watch and AirPods alone I was gonna say that. is bigger than Peloton. Yeah. Bigger than Lucid and all them other EV companies. Like, so when I'm saying, I know I want to give another pick too, but they're not drawing down as much because they have more revenue in. Please write this down. The companies, the top five companies with the highest revenue and highest net profit, those are the ones you should invest in. I know you want to catch the one of the future, but sometimes when you're looking for an up and coming player, mm-hmm. you end up missing out on the star that's already there. Yeah. And it, it, this, I mean, all these innovations go to show you that they're actually listening, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times people just run their companies and based on what they want to do, what they think they should do. But this is like, hey, we're actually paying attention to what our users want. It's almost like a user's wish list. So yeah. I wish I could do that on my iPhone. I wish I. And like now they're innovating it, but that was that wearable part. I feel like that that fourth quarter of this year is, is with it. Right. Now it's that you know they always announce a new product. Yeah, I feel like there's something coming in the wearable space. Obviously, we've been talking about the glasses and something's coming. Something's coming. Last year they, two years ago they did the you know the new headphones that didn't work out as well as they thought. Um, and so they're coming back with something. And uh, Apple CarPlay, I guess there's a new version of that coming out also. Oh, dope, dope, dope. dope. Um, and they haven't made that big, big push in crypto yet. That is also true. Speaking of crypto, let's talk. Let's talk about crypto. Um, okay, Solana, Ooh. Solana Network uh, shut offline for the eighth time this year. Uh-huh. Um, you want to explain that? You want to talk about that a little bit? You want to take it since you have a non-biased opinion? Nah, I mean, so <laughs> it's interesting, man, because we were just talking about which one of these uh, these blockchains could actually not even compete, but be a secondary tier to Ethereum. And um, the one that I was saying, I was like, look, Solana, especially from obviously the the gas fees and, and how, how quick these transactions can happen. Um, so just obviously with Terra Luna happening and the collapse and to see Solana go down, I'm just like, damn, it goes back to what we kind of talked about yesterday, this trust level, right? When we're investing in things, do we really trust what we're doing? Um, so when we see things like this, especially in cryptocurrency, because everybody's really skeptical about it, it's like, uh, still, it's, it, it stings a little bit. Do I still believe in cryptocurrency? 1,000%. Yes. Do I still believe in Solana? I still do. I still do. Obviously, it's a newer uh, coin, right? Five years ago, there was no Solana. Four years ago, there was no Solana. And so it was newer. So they, they have to work out the kinks. These things will happen. Um, obviously, you know, the, the, the coin's price went down in value. Uh, but I still believe in it. I'm, I'm still, I, I will still stand there. I still believe it. Here's the easiest way to know if you should invest in crypto. Take it to an elder and explain it. If you have a grandma or grandpa living and just explain what the project is, they're going to tell you, this sounds terrible. Or this is BS. I'm not going to curse because I'm not smooth again. <laughs> right? But if it doesn't make sense to a kid or an elder and they've lived through different rates of inflations, different market cycles, seeing different scams, right? Um, a lot of the people in crypto are people that could not sustain their jobs in tech and have an impact on the social media side. So they ran to FinTech to build a project. Same thing with Luna. 
Um, and it goes to show that a lot of these projects are not decentralized. And I'm going to keep saying it, even though it's not a popular take. And once, I mean, the SEC chair came out and said, hey, if you're raising money behind this project, it has to be classified as a security. Bitcoin has a certain level of protection because it's a property, but also the governments that are behind it. Please be careful. I still like Solana a little bit, but it is not decentralized. Well, let's common, talk. Common theme. Let's talk about let's talk about that. Uh, SEC Gary Gensler uh -huh. saying Ethereum is a security. Why is that? Why does that matter? Because if you have to undergo regulation, and if the thesis is crypto will give a higher return, and it's a safer alternative to banking, now you have to go underneath the regulation and scrutiny of every other stock. You're going to have price controls based on that regulation. It's not that I don't like Vitalik. Um, for the record, I have no bias towards any of these. I just want to invest in the thing that makes me the most money. I don't like when you guys are misled, though. And like, hey, and you can go Google when Vitalik said it is a security out of his own mouth. So will it remain top two for Yes, for now. Bitcoin is going to be the preeminent player. And think of Apple as like Bitcoin for crypto. And Bitcoin is Apple for the crypto community. Mm -hmm. It's a certain level of safety. The number two, three, and four players are going to change in these next five years. Because now when we're in a recession and people are losing money and billions are being lost, mm -hmm. they have to step up and quote unquote protect the people from these projects. Yeah. It's like 99 all over again with the IPO market. I'm trying to think about how much they've changed over the past five years, right? Because yeah, 2016, 2017. Yeah, those Litecoin two. was on fire. Where's Litecoin? Litecoin now? was definitely number three. Uh, XRP was definitely four, and it's still in the top ten. Yep. Uh, we had XLM up there. Tron was up there at one point. Yep. Yeah, I mean they just changed, and that's so that's the key. And I, I always try to compare it to like when people say it's a dot com, it's a dot com, and I'm like, well, if it's that, then then let's find the Amazon, let's find yeah. the Google, right? Let, let's find the Apple, and then hold on to that. So. Yeah. That's important. That's why it's like important. And a lot of people are like, well, how do I find the use case? Well, that's when you got to do the research and read the white papers. And if you believe in this use case, then go you... follow the money too. Because if the governments are backing right. Bitcoin as the preeminent player, that's the one that, and that's why I keep saying like, I know people hate the way that I say it. I don't know how else to say it. If the governments and hedge funds are putting their money into Bitcoin, that's the one that's going to survive. There's no business on earth that banks and hedge funds don't touch. You can argue it all that you want to. This isn't my opinion. You can go look at some of the interviews of the people who created this. They're gonna tell you. There was a reason why uh, Bitcoin gets to get classified as property while other things do not. And also if it's a player after the fact, if you're a copycat or the 19th best crypto, most cryptocurrencies are gonna fall apart. Most projects are gonna fall apart. Just invest in the top two. I saw a comment earlier. A lady said she's been watching for two years. Don't know where to start. VOO, index fund, Apple, Microsoft. Buy those every month. It's not about having the most knowledge. It's really just taking the information and then applying. And then also on the crypto side, buy Bitcoin. That's it. Um, Stay on number one. So Elon Musk, there's rumors that he's stepping away from the Twitter deal. That's interesting. Should. That's interesting. Why? Um, well, there's a number of reasons. Why is the real question? Is he stepping away 
because of the alleged amount of bots and he can't get a real accurate count of the active users or 23% of Twitter is bots or, or right so he couldn't get an accurate number so he's saying like that might be a term that couldn't be met and information that couldn't be provided so I'm stepping away or is it because the price at which he was willing to purchase it at, I think like $54 per share. Uh-huh. Twitter is no longer at $54 per share. It's actually like $39. So $39. $39. So like we've seen the, the he overpaid for it. And so now is it like, hey, I overpaid for this, this acquisition, $44 billion. It's not worth that right now. Like uh-huh. three weeks later, is he trying to get out of the deal because of that factor? Uh-huh. So that's why I'm saying the why is very interesting. Yeah. Um, a good transition to buy Truth Social. So I'm telling you that if I offer- You think that's the next move? Of course. Oh, okay. Why not? Because then if you come out and say, hey, next election, I've been historically Democrat, ha ha ha, but now I'm gonna be Republican. Oh, but great, buy Truth Social, then promote Trump. Okay. You get power to be able to control politicians. Yes or no? Do we, okay, I'm asking, do we want to have honest conversation or do you want me to give you fluff? I'll. Let me get my I'll, bottle. I'll, I'll step away <laughs> and be calm. Rashad, you ain't got to worry. <laughs> Listen, if y'all, even when people are like, yo, he's a stock guy, I picked the name master investor, not master stock guy for a reason. Why? Because every person on earth that is top of their class knows how to invest in every asset. Even Tristan from Bevel. You guys know Tristan shout, used shout to trade Tristan. crude futures before he got into Silicon Valley. Every great investor, Elon included, knows how to trade. Remember in 2020 when he was like, hey, Tesla's overvalued. Yeah. And then it dropped 25%. And then it went back up. What if they do their buyback set? Tim Cook, all know how to invest. You have to be able to invest in every market. And that's the only way you can solidify and make sure that when a recession comes, you do better than ever. He's not going to pay $54 a share. And I would argue that Twitter probably is the most useless social media platform there is and if you don't believe me go ask any advertiser there's a reason why they don't spend a bunch of money there so so do you think he walks away unless he can get it for maybe twenty dollars a share right like bring the value yeah, bring, bring the value down we got to renegotiate this Absolutely. right the 54 doesn't make sense but that was part of it right the part that when he there was rumors that he's interested in buying it around april 4th we saw it go from 39 and we saw it tick up uh-huh. tick up tick up and it got up to 54 dollars, and it was like oh the deal is gonna happen and since, and this is, I think we kind of were like, hey, did, let's make some puts on this because this doesn't make sense. He's paying over the value of it. And yep. so the people who made those puts, obviously, congratulations. You obviously make some money doing that, that yeah. investment. But now it's like, how far can we get this thing down till it, till it makes sense? So you're saying like $20. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Your I, job I, is to get the best deal. The best deal, right? Yeah, I get that part. But I think it's a point. I think, I think he's, I mean, he may walk away, man. I think he walks away. And then he used the media cycle. And then he moved, like exactly. 50 and Kanye. Yeah. That's when like people yeah. are like, yo, what you're doing is crazy. Notice every time I rant up, the views go up. Yeah. <laughs> people like toxic. Toxic. Shout out toxicity. Toxicity. I learned. Right? It's, it's, it's the Same clubhouse. Elon. It's the clubhouse. It's clubhouse effect. effect. Yeah. But you have to True. learn to turn that to something of value. Like the, the 50% um, value of Twitter is at $47.44. Mm-hmm. Do you think he would pay what half the value is? His job is to get an 80% off. Right. Everything is in a price. Please put in chat. The price that you pay determines your level of wealth. Everybody who bought everything too high, Bitcoin 55,000, Dogecoin 28 cents, like your job is to wait for it to come down to the best price and then load the boat there. 
and you're good. Don't buy at the highest. Please don't. So, yeah, it's um, 9,100 people on here. Wow. Love y'all. Definitely. Two, appreciate y'all. Up? Let's get this to 9,500. Maybe we could do we could do something special for the people. Ernest, what's going um, on? Hit the Shout like button, share. But um, since this this is a big uh, episode, uh, let's give them some some bonus content. Troy, did you make any moves in your portfolio you want to talk about? Um, So I did. So people were asking, what should we do? What should we do when Amazon splits? Let's do both. Um, I already have positions in Amazon when it split. Obviously, I got more. And so now Amazon is nearly a part of my thousand shares club. Um, and I, that was part of the conversation. Uh, shout out to uh, Myron Golden. And uh, we were having this conversation yeah. and uh, he was talking about cover calls. Um, and so that's something I'm, I'm studying now because I already know, like once I have shares now, instead of buying options, options I can sell them. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's something that I'm interested in doing. So I was like, look, the first foundation of that is having the shares. And so let's start with a hundred. Um, and so, yeah, I got more shares of that. Um, what else did I do? Oh, CrowdStrike. Um, I, I obviously did the research on the, on what they were going to do going into earnings. Um, and so I got a, a, another call on CrowdStrike, um, out into, I believe September, uh, like at 170 or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, man, just making like short strategic ones, um, not over trading, having a lot of, of cash <laughs> trades. Are you, so this is like, this is May. That was May. So I did like two in May. Um, and that's not even a trade. Like I bought shares. I don't even yeah. count that as a trade, like an option. I did one option last month, but just making these very strategic plays, um, as opposed to, you know, when we were, we were doing, Hey, let's invest two years out, which is great. And has worked out for us numerous occasions, but let's make some short strategic ones inside the money. Um, so that we can have some growth as well. Yeah, and then after 17 months, like once they, you guys put in chat, when did they announce that we would be in recession? I told you guys in October, but when did the Federal Reserve or the government announced that we were in recession. When did, will this be, be over? 17 months after that date, historically. Like it's almost like to the T, 17 months. We'll be, this summer will be rough. Even Jamie Dimon said, hey, he hurricane did. is coming. Hurricane is on his way. Don't know what kind. <laughs> Summers are tough. Could be a category one. If you are not a good trader in the summer months, please write this down. I want you to practice June, July, August. Yeah. So you don't blow up your account. Come back in September. October, you'll be able to do great. Yeah. And then just continue to buy it. 17 months from the date that they announced it, that's when we'll, the coast will be clear. Yeah. And those months are important. And we kind of said this like after people are pretty, like, they don't really understand that. Like after we finish Market Mondays, like we usually get on a phone call, like that was amazing. Yo, that was, oh, I forgot to say this. And one of the things we spoke about was like telling people about June, that third quarter, right? Mm-hmm. We usually, these are the summer months where you start seeing trading volumes go down. And yeah. so, yeah, this is going to be a time where, you're going to have to learn how to invest and how to trade because the volumes that we were seeing in pri- previous oh, quarters outside of 2020, when we saw the, the summer months that they were still trending upwards. And then September 3rd happened and it was like, wait, yeah, what is this? And we saw the first pullback. So understanding how the market moves and by quarters, what, what happens? I just want to ask something really quickly because somebody was like, yo, let's give us something else. So, uh, and this happened in uh, today. Uh, we spoke about this, I believe, in December when we were trying to make our predictions for 2022 on some of those companies. And obviously, we picked them. I said Amazon was going to be my company of the year, but there was like a sleeper in a semiconductor field, and that was oh, on yeah. on semiconductor. All right. What is it? On semiconductor. O N. On on yeah. O N. Yeah. So that semiconductor that kind of revolves around uh, EVs. Uh, yeah. So they electronic. They focus in the automotive industry. Um, and today they were added to the S&P, uh-huh. which is incredible, right? For this company that probably most people don't talk about, maybe CNBC has said it a few times, 
but uh, they got added to the, the S&P. So now you're added to an index. It's like, now you've been invited to the big boy club. Yeah. Um, so this is a small company, um, but definitely set to put it on your radar. Went up 7% today. And our good friends at Under Armour got removed from the S&P 500. Long time, um, and the CEO stepped down. And he stepped down as well. So again, if you had it on your radar, and that that's what I was saying, uh, the young man was at Ruth's picnic said, yo, I still got on. And he was like, I made a great investment on it. I'm like, I'm proud of you. And then when I saw the news today that they had been added to the index. It's a nice jump. Another, look a nice Ar jump. Look at Under Armour in 2015. They were 46 bucks. They're currently at $10. They had hit a low of $6.37 in 2019. They can't beat Nike. That's no. all I, even, uh, let's talk to my crypto people. What coin right now can beat Bitcoin in terms of just pure price value? Because I know I don't know about crypto, but <laughs> I'm an advocate for Bitcoin, right? Always compare, is this stock better? And take the emotion out of it. If you look pure facts, there isn't a manufacturing company, oh, excuse me, uh, uh, athletic company that can beat <laughs> Nike. Even yeah. if you look at Apple, Apple is like the biggest luxury goods company in the country that masquerades as, or masquerades with tech. Lenovo and Samsung can't command the same price points that Apple does. Mm -mm. Invest in the top one in the space and you'll be good. I promise you. Somebody asked about Salesforce. Let me look real quick. I like it. Um, Salesforce would be like a B plus stock. Uh, I like it at 150, 55. Good if you hold it for the long term. Um, good earnings, good CEO, love dearly, but it's a Benny B off. plus stock. Yeah, it's not an A. What would you rate the CEO? I, he's, a, he's an A. Yeah, okay. I thought, he, he's I, an I, A player on the bad team. It's like- I thought you would say that. Yeah, like when Durant <laughs> yeah. was in Oklahoma, like I yeah. love Oklahoma City, but Better to be in Brooklyn. Yeah, they had a good quarter too. Yeah. How important is the CEO to the to the uh, stock of a company? I think it sets the tone. Um, you guys know this from running a business, like your personal habits bleed into the business. Mm -hmm. That's why I asked you how many episodes you missed. No, I know none. <laughs> I even traveling, being in Philly, left Philly, came to New York, showered, came here. I know you guys think this is a lot of fun, but like executives at a top level. You have to follow what they're doing in the time, like Facebook. When Sheryl Sandberg left after my Smoothie King rant. Yes. Sheryl Sandberg probably is the third or fourth most important person in American corporate culture. For her to leave, Facebook tells you what? Mary yeah. J. Blige, I'm going down. I'm <laughs> <laughs> telling you. Red spiritual, flag, spiritual right? song. <laughs> so I like Benny off a lot, yeah. um, but he's just in a business that like business to business is not sexy. Yeah. So that, that brings up an interesting point. So Rachel Sandberg, and I didn't even ask Cheryl. you this. Cheryl, I'm sorry, yeah. Cheryl. I'm thinking, I know you're tired. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm thinking somebody else. Um, she, she did step down and obviously was a number two at Facebook or now Meta. Where do you think she goes? Because there's, there's rumors, maybe politics. Do you think she goes to another company though? Um, the political landscape of trying to grab her first, but yeah. uh, I would not be surprised if she does not end up at Tesla or Apple. Okay. Tim Cook, whatever she wants, give it to her. Free agent of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> MVP. Because yeah, you can man. see without her guidance, same with Tim Cook. Like I know Johnny Ive on a design front for Apple was like put front and center for a long period of time, but Tim was the one that was like the driving force to help because you need that balance. And we saw it with like San Antonio, like Spurs, Popovich from my hometown acts crazy. So that's where we I get it from, right? Um, 
But you, but you need a calm player like Tim Duncan that would just run things in certain operations. Same thing, you know, when I see Aso like come through, he just come through and do the job every time. No complaints. Um, and back to your point about CEOs, a celebrity CEO does drive value a lot higher. Like who's the CEO of IBM or CEO of Schlumberger or Caterpillar? Most people have no clue. Right. Never yeah. seen them. So that's why I tell you guys yeah. as business owners, if you want to hide, yeah, you can hide and be behind the scenes. And I, you guys know I hated being in front of the camera. But in order for people to trust you, they have to see you, your body language, mannerisms, everything. We trust Tim Cook. We trust Elon. Even Trump, when he made his run from apprentice to president, if he wasn't on TV, no one would have voted for him. So a celebrity, please write this down. A celebrity CEO does drive a higher multiple for stock than a non-celebrity CEO. Yeah. It's always been the case. Yeah, yeah, that should be part of like the research sheet, right? Like if we created a, the perfect research, like how would you do your research? I'm yep. thinking about that. It's like, yeah, the first column should be- Listen to Ian. Who, listen, listen to Marvin Wonders and Ian. <laughs> who, CEO, number one. Yeah. Right, because I, I, I would challenge, I think more people could name the NBA coaches than CEOs of Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know it does I mean? have a great impact. Yeah. Um, and Tim is very like stoic, uh, traditionally sound, operations driven. It's had a huge impact on the business. And you can argue right now, he probably was a better driver of Apple than Steve Jobs was. When I was so, investing in Apple in 2009, it was like Tesla up and down, especially when he died. I, for those, if you remember when Steve Jobs died, and the world stopped and CNBC had it all over the screen. It was dead? a wonder if the company would survive. Is Apple dead? Yep. Tim grabbed that. Like, imagine if a coach replaced Phil Jackson in Chicago and then won 10 titles. That's Tim Cook. <laughs> and people were like, well, why should I not? I'm like, invest in the biggest ones and you're good. Please. Please. Um, okay. Any, any, uh, anything else? Oh, actually, let's, um, we got a special guest then. I want to. I want to talk to. We do. Yes. Let's do it. Send me. We this. was just with him in Philly. Oh. <laughs> shoot me. Shoot me over the bass again. Shout out to. He's Mo. in. He's in right now. Oh, okay. Where's his hand? I just texted you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. But then this could lead to. This leads right into the question segment. Uh -huh. Actually. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hit the like button. 9,200 people. Please share. Very, very impressive. Uh, very on impressive. The screen. Hey. Matthew Garland. How you doing, young man? My brother, how you hey. doing? Long time no see. Long time no see. It's the no guys. <laughs> how long are you, guys? No he said his name is MG, the mortgage guy. He has changed from the mortgage guy. GXT. <laughs> yeah, they call me MG, the mortgage king now. <laughs> Matt, you on, you on your phone? Yeah, I'm on my phone. Put your phone sideways so it could be like full screen. Yeah, there you go. All right, Matt, MG the mortgage guy. Let's get into this conversation. I'm not even gonna waste any time. I feel like we haven't we haven't talked about real estate in a while, and just the basics of it. As far as a lot of people are concerned, they are raising and interest rates has been um, they've been raising interest rates for a while now. And we hear a lot of um, fear that that's going to cause a slowdown in the, in the housing market. So can you just give you as a, as a loan professional, 
loan officer. I'm not sure the exact title. Um, what does raising interest rates mean? It, is it going to have a drastic effect on real estate? Um, what are some tips that people should be aware of? Give us the rundown. Um, um, first of all, shout out to all the earners going crazy in the chat for me. I love y'all. Um, and love I is love. love. But sh so shout out to all the earners. Um, so first of all, this is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG, the mortgage guy. I am a licensed loan professional for almost 20 years in this business. I've been through a couple cycles. And what you guys are seeing, ladies and gentlemen, is something that is normal. This is not something that is abnormal. This is something that happens all the time. I've been preaching this for God knows how long on this internet that interest rates will always go up and down, right? What we've seen over the past two years during the pandemic was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And when these opportunities happen, you have to take action. And this is why I've been screaming to my lungs, guys, go out there and buy real estate. Money's the cheapest it's ever been, and it will never be this cheap again, and it won't stay like this for long. Now, did any of us expect rates to go up 2% in a two, three-month time frame? Absolutely not. No one was prepared for this, not no one in the industry, not the consumers. But this is not abnormal. This is how the market moves, and this is a, a, a good lesson for everybody to learn is that the market does not wait for you in your plans. The market doesn't care if you want to get an 800 credit score. The market doesn't care if you want to save more money. The market will do what the market will always do. Now, will this create a slowdown? Absolutely. There's a lot of buyers who will not be able to qualify because of home prices increasing and interest rates increasing at the same time. Will this cause a crash? Absolutely not. This will cause a slowdown. This will cause a correction, a correction that is needed. Um, home prices appreciated too fast, um, too soon. You know, we have 20 plus percent appreciation year over year during the pandemic years. That is that is not normal appreciation for real estate. Real estate normally appreciates three to five percent, depending on the market, maybe seven percent, just depending on where you are. What we're going to see for the remainder of 2020 two is that home prices will start to level out a bit but that does not mean a crash ladies and gentlemen i need you to understand that home prices will still appreciate five to ten percent this year depending on what market you're in but again that's not a crash so you're going to start seeing more houses um stay on the market longer which is a good thing for you buyers who've been waiting to buy a house Right. You're going to see some sellers now start to reduce their prices because they were unrealistic from the beginning. They were just trying to milk everything that they could get. So when you start seeing prices go down by 10,000, 20,000, please understand that that does not mean a crash. That just means they were just overpriced from the beginning. They tried to test the market and now the market is telling them they have to reverse and go a little bit lower. But what we're still seeing is homes are still going up under contract in less than two weeks. We still have less than two months of inventory um, nationwide. And the supply issue is the biggest um, problem that we have here in America when it comes to pretty much everything from cars. Um, we was having this conversation, we ran into Eric, the car industry, you can't get a car right now, right? 
lumber prices are going down right now, which is good for those of us who are building homes and things of that nature. Um, but again, you still can't get the lumber, <laughs> right? So right. these issues will still continue to keep it a seller's market, I believe, up until 2023. And I've been very vocal about this. And I've told everybody this several times that I think in 2023, third quarter, is when we're gonna start seeing a significant slowdown um, in the market because it's gonna take time for what's happening right now with the feds raising rates and things of that nature for it to go through the system to kind of like marinate, so to speak. And for us as the consumers to really start seeing some price reductions. So I think um, right now, if you're looking to buy, I'm always gonna tell you if you're financially secure, you have down payment, closing costs, and you have reserves and, and you have job security or your business is doing good and you need to buy a primary residence, you should absolutely do so, but just be smart about it. You know, don't pay above asking price. I've never been on here saying, hey guys, go out here and bid a hundred thousand over, over asking price. I'm not a fan of that shit because I'm not going to do it for myself. So I'm not going to tell you guys to do something that I'm not going to do. But I think people should still go buy a primary residence if you need a place to live. And absolutely, you should go out here and start investing because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to sit on the sidelines because they're waiting for something to happen that might never happen. So there's going to leave more opportunities for buyers out there who are educated, who have capital to go out here and pick up some deals. Uh, Matt, quick question for you. I saw a comment over and over again. Can you de define what percentage is a crash for the housing market? Uh, man, I would probably say um, when you start talking crashes, you're talking about negative 20% um, in, in home prices. That would, yeah. that, would be, that would be a crash, kind of same, same similar to the stock market. But again, let's, let's call a spade a spade, right? The market has appreciated almost 40% in real estate in the past two years, probably more in certain areas like Arizona, probably down at 50, 60%, right? Let's just say the housing market goes flat in these areas. It's still up 40, 50%, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So even if- it, Everything's just uh, going back to what the levels it should be. It's just going back to where it should be. So even if you're talking about, well, it didn't appreciate 20%, it only did 5%. That's not a crash, it's still up, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's still The recalibration. Up. Yeah. It's a re it's a, it's a correction, right? right? It's getting back to some sort of normalcy, which we need in real estate. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. You people cannot afford for it to keep going up at these prices. So we need this intervention to happen right now. We need people, we need home prices to kind of level out so people can afford. Um, there's an affordability crisis in America. There's a housing mm -hmm. in America. So everybody who's looking to invest as investors, you got to start looking at the opportunities, right? Here's a great opportunity because I know we like to do actionable items and actual steps here on Market Money's Red Panda and EYL University, right? So here's an action step. Pay attention to the zoning laws. I've been telling you guys about this for the past year. Look at the um, infrastructure bill that they, they, they signed into law. It's huge on zoning for ADUs, for accessory dwelling units. Look at Georgia. Look at Seattle. Look at California. Hell, in Seattle, if you have a 50 by 100 lot, a 5,000 square foot lot, you can put up to, if you buy a single family home, you could put three, four additional ADUs on that property. Now you can create- What's an ADU? What's an ADU? An ADU is an accessory dwelling unit, right? So look at your garage. You can convert that basically into an apartment. Look at your basement in New York. We've been doing ADUs illegally forever. 
right? Um, so now they're looking to pass laws in New York to make basements legal because of what? Housing, housing crisis and affordability. People need places to live. So they're putting zoning laws in place from a federal level, which is trickling down now to state and county levels. Freddie Mac just changed their whole guidelines when it comes to ADUs, where you could, now you can use um, rental income from an ADU on a single family to help you qualify for a loan, whereas you can only use rental income to qualify on two to four families. So now you see the programs, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, are now changing their guidelines to recognize ADUs are something here to say. This is not rocket science, y'all. Look at what all the institutional investors are buying. They're buying single families, right? There's a reason because they know the zoning laws are going to change. Yeah. And what they're probably going to do in the next five, 10 years, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing these hedge funds tear down these entire communities and start building up three, four, five properties on one property and, and expand their net worth. So you got to pay attention to the opportunities when it comes to real estate investing. What's the new flow? What's the new wave? And you got to go with that. Right. Now, you, you always say this to me, right? I always ask you, when's a good time to lock in your interest rate? And you always say now, because there's no guarantee that tomorrow it won't go up. So right now we got the 30 year fix at like five and a half percent almost, mm -hmm. right? Obviously as the interest rates go up, it becomes less affordable for people to get these, these loans. And so in your expertise and your experience in the field, how, how high do you think we can go with the interest rates in the next 12 to 16 months? Oh, we're going to be six and a half percent once the Fed raised this fund, the federal funds rate up another point this year. I mean, we're going to go probably seven percent on the 30 year fix by the end of the year. Not even going to hold you guys up. So Ooh. if you think it's expensive now. <laughs> and also, wait, go ahead, go ahead. Real quick. The reason why these are the levels that interest rates were at in 03, 02, 05, when there was no quantitative easing. So when I told you guys last year. They're letting crypto, NFT, stocks, real estate, used cars run up because they're going to say, hey, we gave you a chance to, go, to get money. You didn't take advantage of it. Now, there, there is a base level or median or moving average for where interest rates should be. Mm. Go look and see what they were when the Fed was not pumping money into the market and go back since 1929. The base rate should be eight and a half percent. Oh, Without look, when I first... Anymore. When I first came in the industry, I was refinancing people out of 10, 11% interest. And I came in the industry 2003, right? When I was refinancing people out of 10% rates and getting them into 7%, 8% rates, my first house that I ever purchased was a seven and a quarter on a two year arm, right? Uh -huh. um, and then I refinanced that bad boy a year later into like a six and a quarter. And I was happy in a pig and slot, right? This is so being, having rates in that five to seven percent on the 30 year fix, that's kind of normal, guys. It just hasn't been normal because the market crashed in 0809. And when Obama, President Obama's administration came in, they enacted, like um, Ian said, that QE. And then they started buying these bonds at a very high level. And we all got spoiled to interest rates being in the fours threes and then in the pandemic they reactivated the program and now went into the tools so that's why i was so yeah. vocal because i seen this firsthand how the government back in 08 they did not want to save everyday americans they wanted to save the big banks and that's when that's why they came up with quantitative easing was to save corporate and wall street not america but now this time around was a health crisis so they had no choice but to save everybody 
And that's when they started bumping 40, 50, 80 billion dollars a month into MBSs and treasuries. I said, oh my God, this is going to get crazy. Everybody needs to take advantage of this because it's not going to last long and they can't keep printing this type of money and doing this. So now we're in the normal real estate economy. I've always said everybody's a top producer when money is cheap. Let's see what happens now when money is regular and you ain't got all these buyers out here in the market. So now you guys who've been over here, sitting here on the sidelines, even in the pandemic years, people were saying, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. What the hell are you waiting for? Rate is two and a quarter. What is there to wait about? <laughs> right? Yeah, but just people still zero. Well, yeah, we thought we were going to go negative. Like, and that's why I tell you guys, every market is tied together. Go look at what's on the balance sheet of big banks. Real estate, now crypto. They actually said that crypto is the number one alternative investment. Mm -hmm. Futures, housing. When Blackstone and BlackRock began to buy like large communities at one time, I keep telling you guys, the number one job of every hedge fund and every bank is to make sure they make money in any market. That's why you have to invest in everything. That's why I'm not just a stock guy. That's why I also have a business and stock. And well, and you you also have to look at real real estate is the test of time, right? Real estate has been around when our grandparents was 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 around. You know what I'm saying? So real estate is not going to never go anywhere, and you have to realize that no matter what happens. And this is why I'm vocal about we as a community need to continue by our home ownership rate is 42 percent, right? The Hispanic home ownership and shout out to all my Hispanic brothers and sisters. In the past 10 years, they did their thing. They were lower than us 10 years ago. Now they had a 51% home ownership rate. Nice. But our, our home ownership rate is less now than it was 10 years ago. That's a goddamn shame. So when you guys are listening to all these influencers, YouTubers, Instagrammers, TikToks, telling us not to go and wait and this and the third, that shit don't apply to us. I'm sorry. It don't apply to us because our wealth, they're saying we're going to be broke in 20, 30 years. So for mm -hmm. us, we need to buy real estate because real estate is a true wealth builder over the test of time. If the market goes up or down, guess what? You can still go outside and touch your property. If your stock account, your futures account, your options account goes negative, then guess what? You lose all your money. Game over. Sorry. But real estate- And it's not marked to the market. So you're not seeing fluctuations. Like imagine if you saw like the ticker for your house every day. Yo, so let me ask you a question. to hold everything for 10 years. Go ahead. That true, but right. But when's the last time you seen rent go down? Well, no, no, that's what I was gonna say. Also, is that um preparing for a possible, you know, economic downturn, recession, whatever you want to call it. Um, one of these things that's that's gonna benefit is um, landlords, because now, unfortunately, not only will people probably not be able to buy homes at the rate that they was buying because it's less money, they lost their job, they have less savings, and they're raising interest rates, um, and they're getting laid off but also um, people will be losing their homes too for foreclosure. So you got to live somewhere. That's the number one rule in life is that you have to live somewhere. Yep. So unless, unless you're homeless, you have to live somewhere. So now you have to rent. So now what that does is that puts more renters on the market, supply and demand. Yep. So multifamily uh, apartment buildings, these are things that you know could potentially benefit from a downturn in the economy. That's always an up market or something. Yes. And our job I mean, is but, uh, again, look why look at all the institutional investors, right? We always talking about studying, studying, and studying here on market money. Study what the biggest real estate players are doing. And that's the institutional guys. They're buying 
single family homes when everybody on TikTok and YouTube is saying, don't buy, there's a crash. Yeah. But why do you think BlackRock's still buying? Because they want you Who are the biggest institution of players real quick man, <laughs> in, in a real estate space? Oh, BlackRock, Buffett, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to name a few, right? These guys own probably half of America and they're going to continue to buy um, all of the real estate because our people are just sitting here on the sidelines not buying nothing and then they're going to then we're going to complain and say well they're gentrifying the hood they're kicking us all out well we have the same opportunity to gentrify our own hearts right rent is going to go up it's going to continue to go up regardless of what anybody says whether you like it or not landlords are not going to lower their price it doesn't matter what happens in the housing market and it's actually the housing market and interest rate increasing helps landlords more because Absolutely. now why people are not going to be able to afford to buy so you're going to have to come rent my apartment or you're going to have to mm -hmm. come rent my house you want to live in this nice a-rated school district guess what we have availability we have this five-bedroom house it's going to cost you seven thousand a month now when you could have just bought it and it would have cost you 4500 this is what's going to happen period point blank and there's nothing that no one can do about it so what side of the fence do you want to be on ladies and gentlemen do you want to pay somebody else's mortgage or do you want to pay your own and get your tax benefits because real estate is a business right and you get tax benefits from it so let's not discount especially in our community um the opportunities that we have in front of us to build our wealth through real estate i know we talk a lot of stocks and everything like that but we can't we cannot put we can't treat real estate like the redhead stepchild no more because always, if yeah. this we have to put our earnings into real estate plays. We just have to. There's three people that had a big impact on my life and who I'm out of my career after. Warren Buffett was one of them. Everybody put in chat, how many doors is Berkshire Hathaway? Um, hmm. That's why I would say master investor. Anybody in real estate, if you're looking to buy like commercial property or residential property and you want to know the best price to get in, let me flex. Let me put what the comps are. Top five. I'll tell you the price of what to buy. Your job is to know where to buy every commodity on earth. Trust me, if Revolt go for sale, man, and boys can grab <laughs> I know Diddy ain't gonna let it go because all the Royce is on the back end, right? That's what I'm like, same with Urban One. That's why I put out the challenge, right? If we really want the culture to win, then why don't we pile into one company and take over that one company and own majority of it? Then even with the biggest real estate player in the space right now is still McDonald's and now Apple is making a move there. Bill Gates owns the most farmland. The system mm -hmm. is always the same. Go study the greats from 1920 back. Uh, go watch the, the documentary, the guys who built, uh, the men who built America. Your job is to own everything. James Pierpont Morgan bailed out the United States of America and banking regulation came from one person bailing out the country. Tech, what? investing as an angel, venture, real estate, stocks, crypto, NFT, long-term investing, short-term commodities, you have to own everything and quit selling grandma's house the week Please. after she fucking Please. 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 I mean, I think you just touched on something good. Look at McDonald's, man. McDonald's, the biggest real estate player that's out there, but they flip burgers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The but they're the biggest of, real estate player. Of the franchise flip burgers. Yeah. McDonald's holds real estate. And, and, and it's an incredible model and we all have that opportunity look if you're a first-time home buyer if you have a business that is that needs a brick and mortar look at mixed-use properties right you can buy a mixed-use property which is a commercial property that has residential units attached to it 
as long as it's less than four total units, you can use an FHA loan three and a half percent down and you can buy commercial property using the FHA loan. So, and Derek Falcon told not to cut you off, but Derek Falcon told him that that was episode 11, arguably, yeah. arguably the greatest episode ever recorded, not only in earn, your, in earn Your Leisure history, in podcast history. In, in no, Derek Falcon is the yes. GOAT of oh, all yeah, podcast watch. episodes. Like, shout yes. out to Homemade and Derek Falcon. Shout out to Homemade, but, shout out to Cloudy Donuts. But, 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 but MG's episode was episode 12, and that changed the game also. So that's a good combo to because... Go um. Derek is a restaurant owner. So if you understand about restaurants, you know about 90% of restaurants fails. It's an almost impossible business to be successful at. One of the reasons why restaurants fail is because they have a, a high overhead and they have an inconsistent uh, cash revenue that comes in. So one month you might make 10,000, the next month you might make 100,000, the next month you might not make any money if it's a pandemic where restaurants are closed, but you still have to pay your staff. You still have to pay you know, your light bill. You still have to pay for food. So it's a very capital intensive um, industry. Mm -hmm. So one of his things is that he only opens up restaurants and mixed use properties. What is a mixed use property is very popular in the Northeast, like New York City and Baltimore, things of that nature, where you might have like three units where people are actually living up mm -hmm. top. And then there's a restaurant on the bottom. BK9, our family in Brooklyn, they have that. So now he's saying that, you know, 60% of the expenses is probably covered by the rent. Mm -hmm. That's coming. So that takes a tremendous amount of pressure off him financially. So he doesn't have to come up with, you know, a tremendous amount of money every single month, because now not only is he a restaurant owner, but he is land. He's a landlord owner. So what it is, is it's actually a real estate play. Mm -hmm. Now you couple that with MG strategy with the, you know, with the FHA, which allows you to buy these properties at 3.5% down, if I'm not mistaken, Matt. Correct. Um, Correct. So, so now, so now you can get, you know, uh, let's say a $300,000 home, just saying, that's like, you know, that would be like $12,000, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. like, not, like, so, not, like a little bit less than 10 grand. All right, so yeah, so whatever the price is, it, it allows you, and even if even if it's much higher, you're still putting 3.5% down. So 3.5% obviously is a lot lower than a traditional um, 20%. So, and then, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to live in an FHA property for one year mm -hmm. to be compliant. Um, so now if you're the restaurant owner, you live in one unit for a year um, and then you can actually move out and then you can rent that unit and then you can do an FHA again, correct? Correct. So once you refinance out of that FHA and go into a conventional mortgage, then you can go ahead and use your FHA again for your next primary residence. And that could be a four unit, that could be a three unit, a duplex. You know, it's kind of like the birth strategy, you know, that buy, renovate, refi, you know what I'm saying, strategy that investors use. It's the same thing for just the everyday homeowner to build their wealth by house hacking. And on buying mixed use properties, it's a good play. Um, also, you know, I want people to focus on, so we spoke about mixed use, we spoke about accessory dwelling units, which is a good play. We have to look at other opportunities, like there's a, a housing shortage, right? And there's going to be a housing shortage. I think that the reports I've been reading, we need about 5 million homes to catch up with the demand because, you know, we're growing. The population is growing and growing and growing. So you got to start now looking into construction, right? A lot of old properties you know, maybe you can't find land, but maybe you find a property that's in an area where you, it's zoned and you find out the zoning where maybe you can turn that single family into a multifamily. 
or you can turn that single family into a new ground up construction. You know, these are the opportunities because the buyers that are coming up, they want brand new. They want, you know, less maintenance and new construction is going to, to give it to you. So we have to start looking into these things as a community and stop trying to go like the old ways. Look at these new opportunities because that's where the money is going to be made. Development is not going to go nowhere. We need to build more houses, right? Mm -hmm. So guys, learn how to develop, learn about construction loans, learn about these things. So now you can get yourself in the game because these, these are fundamental steps that you can take. You don't need to go out here and buy a hundred dollars if you're not ready to. You can take your baby steps because real estate is a long-term goal, a long-term play. You can look up 10 years from now and be wealthy off of real estate, y'all. And also to, to back your point, so not only does Berkshire own, so I still want you guys to put in chat, how many doors does Berkshire own? They also own the real estate firm that is the biggest in the country, Home Services of America. They did 346,000 transactions. Mm. So not only do they own the doors, mm. they own the biggest company in real estate while Buffett is known for stocks. But you also, you, you, also, you know who the number one um, developer of mobile homes in America is? Tell them. Warren Buffett's company. Y'all don't have to listen to me. Diversify your portfolio. Even when people are like, yo, you was tripping. <laughs> Last week was about my passion and telling y'all, man, if you're black, you only have two years if you're not up. 24 months. That's it. That's yeah. it. Don't follow what I say. Follow what the top five governments, top five countries, and top five richest people do. How do you get the money? I know somebody going to say that. Partnership. If you are of integrity and you're trustworthy, if you go to these meetups that we have, you'll be able to find partnership. And I always ask you guys, if you guys have a great idea, why don't you ask us to partner with you? Collaboration is the way. And so last week, I, I'm not even me, I'm not gonna yell again because if you guys choose not to listen, cool, I'm gonna focus on the ones that do. So for those of you that are focused on getting doors and long-term investing, and you can short-term invest and long-term and build a business, follow what we're telling you. This, Mark, I'm gonna be real, Market Mondays is more valuable than the NBA. Cause they don't, it's not, even, it's not even close. They don't even teach you how close. to invest in the market. And shout out to the league. Shout out to the league. I, I love, shout I love out the, the league. league. I love the league. Yep. I love the league. Love but the league. I mean, you can't compare education with entertainment. And that's no disrespect. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's not comparable. We, we saw that yesterday, like a microcosm of it. Um, there was an artist performing, like kind of like you could hear it. Yeah. But education was at the forefront. And yeah. it was indicative of the people who came and stood and were receptive to that education. So shout out to everybody again who was at the Roots Picnic. Real quick, MG, shout out to you. Episode 12 is an absolute classic. Shout out to Forbes. They actually uh, interviewed us and we spoke about the 4321 strategy. So yeah. shout out to you again. And if everybody, you did not listen to episode 12, please go listen go to that. And episode 11, shout out to my brother, uh, Derek Falcon, homemade and obviously Cloudy Donuts. Go support that. Real quick, I'm just gonna do the earnings because I see we got past the nine o'clock hours, 9.30 already. Wow. Uh, real quick, uh, we, we spoke about these companies on Market Monday. So Wednesday, Campbell's will be reporting. Like, Obviously this is one of those companies that nobody's thinking about, but it's just slow and steady and has, Great growth. So Campbell will be pouring on Wednesday. And two, and I'm sure Ian's going to have a response when I say this, uh, Thursday, <clears throat> Neo will be reporting in DocuSign. So some of those pandemic stocks that have uh, kind of flipped upside down. Let me take my personal opinion out of it. Uh, everyone put in chat, how much money did Neo make this year? And what is that profit margin? I want to ask something real quick um, before you guys move on. Um, Ian said something about, you know, people don't have money, right? 
and partnership is definitely one way to get into deals. But I think we got to stop looking past being a licensed professional, right? It costs you nothing to get, what, $300, if that, to get your real estate license. It costs you probably less than $350 to get your mortgage loan officer license. Um, you can go and be a home inspector. Hell, you can go be a home appraiser, right? These are ways that you can get into the real estate business and become transactional and learn the business while you're building up your capital, right? And you're still learning the business. And I think too many times, especially because of the internet, people want to get rich quick and you're not really trying to put in the work. Look, I am a transactional professional, Matthew Garland, NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And I tell you, I love the fact, and I love seeing my license number because I take pride in this. I help people every single day achieve their real estate goals, and it's helped me achieve my goals for me and my family and build wealth for me and my family by being a transactional person. Hell, I'm walking through the 60,000 crowd at Roots Picnic and people running up on me saying, yo, MG, you helped me buy a house. You helped me buy a multifamily. I love you, right? I'm taking pictures with people. They treat me like I'm Chief Keith. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just a loan officer, y'all. I'm not your average lender no more, but <laughs> I am I am a loan officer, right? So you have to understand that I'm not gonna say you're gonna be as popular as me or I have a swag like MG, but that's a whole that that's sold separately. But you can go ahead and get yourself licensed and go out here and and make you some money while you're trying to get in the game and build up your stuff, man. So don't discount being a licensed professional. Look at Kiana Watson. She owns her own real estate brokerage and she's hiring nothing but black excellence and black people around her. We are game changers. I have a staff of right now, 11 people, which I'm going to start talking more about because I don't even talk more a lot about what I'm doing in my mortgage company and I'm hiring more and more people. So my success has able to now really spread because now I'm able to bring more people in that look like me to help service our community. So don't discount getting your license if you want to get into real estate. Yes, you don't need one, but it doesn't hurt you. It's true. Swag sold separately. Word, MG, the mortgage. Words broker. of wisdom from MG, the mortgage yeah. guy. Um, thank Swag you, Matt, man. That was, that was that was definitely um, I'm glad we got a chance to do that because um, appreciate you, my brother. We haven't, we haven't spoken to MG in a while and always a wealth of information. Follow M MG or MG, the mortgage guy on Instagram. And as he said, he's actually a licensed professional. So if you're interested in refinancing or getting a mortgage, reach out to his team. Yeah. Link in his bio. And um, I think he's licensed in like 30 something states. So, you know, is the MLS number by heart? One zero seven four nine. No, it's a five. Five, five, seven, one, eight, three, zero. Everybody type in chat, five, eight, seven, zero, zero. Let's go. Five, eight, seven, zero, zero. Queens get the money. Yo, MG, love you, bro. Big Queen. You see, you see the earnest. They know what it is. Yeah, they going crazy. <laughs> Ernest going crazy. Yeah, they they got going it down crazy back. right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, <laughs> Ernest. Ernest, let's go, baby. Five eight MLS. seven zero zero. Big yeah, Queen. Yo, you're the only. You're the only MLS number I know, bro. That's MLS. a fact. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah, they were yeah, saying yeah. it to me at the Roots picnic. Yo, MG in MLS number one. Yeah, that, but, five, but six, that's seven. a great. If we can time in real quick, great part of branding. So we all do our own different thing. The yes and Chad. If I made you money, get a hell yeah. That's testimony. You're giving your MLS, that builds trust. Cause now yeah, they can facts. go look it up and see what the track record is. 
everyone who owns a business, figure out a tagline for you tonight and please put it in the chat. That's your blockchain right there. Yeah, but real Those quick, before, before, before y'all before kick me off, I got to give you three gentlemen. I got to give you three gentlemen and 19 keys so much props. I was in the audience and I was learning from you guys this weekend. And when I tell you, if you guys missed that Roots Picnic with these four gentlemen on that stage with that high level conversation, man, I'm trying to tell you that was phenomenal. You guys are true leaders of our community. Uh, I'm just happy to be a part of the, the the Navy, you know what I'm saying? And being able, you guys make us all, the sparring session is so dope because it makes us all reach to that higher level, man. So I don't want to discount what you guys did this weekend. You guys are rock stars, you know what I'm saying? Like 60,000 people. You too. And you guys are, yeah, killed it. So I'm super proud of all four of you brothers, man. 19 Keys, the master investor, Rashad and Troy, man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all killed it this weekend. And I'm just happy that I could be on a fly on the wall to these conversations and be a part of the group text and the group chats and shit. So um, keep winning. <laughs> keep, doing, Yo, more, keep doing what y'all do. More history to be made, MG. August 5th, yes. August 6th, August 7th, MG will be in the building. That is a biz Oh, and that's fast, the biggest ever. <laughs> and you said the key word, I appreciate that. Matt, always appreciate yeah. you, brother. Can I practice grace real quick? Yes. Um, Wall Street Gaming, I appreciate you. Please put in chat something I can do to help you. Um, if you think I'm lame but love the show, I'm practicing grace. Oh, man. Let me help you. If But imagine uh, if we're not here to do the show, how many lives would be impacted? What people think about me personally matters not. As long as my baby who's upstairs say I'm dope, uh, my family's proud and red panda. Let me get some pandas in chat if y'all proud. Red Panda oh, We haven't seen the Panda. Come on, Panda. The Rebellion is here. The Rebellion The Rebellion. Here. The hardest line ever. <laughs> love me while I'm here. What did he say? I want the love? That crazy. Love me while I'm here. Citadel, Man. BlackRock, JP Morgan. Thank you. State Street. Thank you. Frederick, Dave. Thank you. I can't wait to go. The Let Rebellion. It's rebellion almost, it's, almost, it's almost over. Jigger. Jigger. It's, it's almost a, over. It's almost over, y'all. I'm gonna hit y'all with these last two and split. Never worry, 31st, 19 never hit. <laughs> Leave with nothing but my influences. So how were you able to ascertain and gain the trust of the black community when historically- Ian has picked up the mic. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, the mic has been picked uh, up. Uh, energy about to come up there. Listen, I take care of my baby. I take care of my people, whether they get mad at me or not. Show up and course correct. Yo, told me last week you was tripping. Call a flagrant two next time. Time out. Great conversation. Right. <laughs> there would be no market monies without me. That's what y'all don't know. Just because why, why people always got something to say though, man. Like, yo, just shut up and enjoy the show, man. For real. It's a part of the game. But I'm gonna be real. Can I have an honest moment with you? This allows me to practice in real time when I get to these funds, what not to do. Oh, baby. You're damned if you now, do, you're saying, damned if you don't. That was a little macho man right there, little yeah. baby. Oh baby, oh yeah, <laughs> woo! Two for the same research, right? <laughs> so, now, nah, but for real, let me know what, what what I can do to help you. But I, I think what is not lame is me taking care of my child and taking care of the community. And I'm gonna be real, there was nobody black other than Trap that I saw before who was actually helping people and guiding them through. Where's the free course, Ian? Stock club costs too much. This is the free course. Where's the hedge fund? 
This is the hedge fund. Don't charge you nothing. You don't you know, have to like to take. Oh, Bit Boy be on next week so we can talk about crypto for y'all crypto enthusiasts. Because at first, a lot of y'all didn't agree. Then y'all saw Bit Boy say, "Hey, BlackRock and Citadel." I said Ethereum. He said they can disrupt blockchain. Oh, baby, I want to see y'all come on here and criticize him. This is the entertainment part. Yeah, I'm not yeah, really yeah. mad. The pandas have definitely shown out. Shout out to all the pandas. So I feel you. And also, too, for anybody who wants to get their business off the ground, emulate what we do. Flew out yesterday, spoke. Went back home, spent time with my baby or to the hotel. Hung out with y'all. Yeah. Got up, showered, looked at the market, did business. Came to me. I could have went back to home in Houston. Here. New York. Now, and for my fact. entrepreneurs, write down every piece of criticism. But most importantly, I'm learning. Be nice and kind to everybody. Because you don't know what people are going through. All I see is when we outside, the love is real. The hate don't come up in your face when you're outside. You can talk all this Twitter talk in the chats and the comments. But you're not outside. So, like, it, it gets to a point where it's just like, yo, what are you really talking about? No, it's for real. We outside everywhere. Well, let's, 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 let's stay positive. Let's stay positive. We're staying graceful. And that's, yeah, and that's being positive. positive. That's right. being positive. <laughs> that's but, being but, positive. But, Matt, our tonality, because, you know, they think we brothers. <laughs> so, tonality. How we no, and, and, that's, and that's being positive and respectfully, because we were just with 60,000 people. And if there was any scammerish or anything like that, I guarantee you the people in Philly would have let us have it, because Philly don't play. Right, at all. They would, they would definitely, but it was nothing but love, and it's like, yo, come on, like people always talk tough in the comments or negative or say something. Like, what do you want people Not to always, do? Always, there is a select few. Not always. It, it's focus, it's terrible. What, what, what I realized is that you have to focus on on the positive. Absolutely, you have to focus on the positive, <laughs> and um, you know, you, you you four agreements. The four agreements. The second right. agreement. It's to never take anything personal. Yeah. Um, because it's never about you. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you never know what somebody you might have had a bad day, uh -huh. might be having issues at home. Um, so it's 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 extremely important to have empathy. Uh-huh. And um grace and we must we we must pray for each other. Yes. Because ultimately, um, none of us are enemies. We're not enemies with no. each other. No. Um great. We, with, with family, it yeah. might be a dysfunctional family at some point in time, mm -hmm. but with family none, nonetheless. And um, you know, it's an African proverb that people in a in a burning house shouldn't argue with each other. I agree. So mm. you know, obviously, the ship is going down. So it's not it, it's it, it serves nobody's interest to argue with somebody on a on a burning ship or a ship that's sinking. Yes. At least get to land first, then you can have your argument. So in the meantime. You know, we have we have um, positive things to do and we have Absolutely. productive things to do and we're going to keep pushing the world and the culture forward. And we appreciate the people that have propelled us to where we are now, because especially like I could speak firsthand for Earn Your Leisure. We didn't spend any money on marketing. Everything was done through word of mouth yes, and um, through, you know, social media and just things of that nature. So, you know, that only happens when the, when the people champion you and the people, the people elect you. And you know you could you can never um, forget that yep. that at the end of the day we're really public servants mm -hmm. and um, we're here to serve the will of the public. Mm -hmm. And whenever the, the the people lose faith in you, that's when that's when your position will go. So you know kings get dethroned because they become arrogant. Yep. And they become um, delusional. 
and they think that they, they become too prideful and pride comes before the fall. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely important to stay humble at all times. And it's extremely important to be a servant and a good steward. Extremely important. Yep. Yep. And speak serving the public. Can you guys help them? This benefits me now. Go tag LeBron James so they can interview LeBron. So what's going to happen when I help LeBron and Rich? And then everybody tag LeBron James. ASAP. Go tag LeBron. Stay tuned. Shout out to shout to DJ Steph Flores in the chat. Um, Keith, appreciate you. Let's make something happen. Yeah, yeah. Give, and I said in Philly, give the most. Give the most for my competitors. Any of y'all play ball? Y'all saw me got my little Kobe moment real quick. Take every piece, Tai Chi, piece of negative that flows your way, and then use it to turn it into a positive. Some will call it a bulletin board material. When I feel lazy, I go look at the comments from 2016 and people told me, yo, you couldn't do it. Some of y'all I've seen recently. And I thought in 2016, when I got here, I wanted to, I felt bad though, when I saw them. Cause the same people who told me, this is a dumb idea. I mean, look, look I'm being real with y'all. Mm-hmm. We haven't spent any money on ads for the show. Some of our shows are outpacing CNBC show. Kudos to everybody at CNBC. Love y'all, Mary, appreciate you. Frank, love you dearly, had a blast talking with you. Love Bottom when it came, right? Um, the things that you, can do through God when you help us people are amazing. We haven't had any marketing campaigns yet for no PR run. This no. is what our seven show live, to, including the live show. Right. Yes. The people's champ. The people have spoken. Yeah, yeah. And if made for the people by the people for the people. And never changed up on the people. Yeah. So that's why it's not an arrogant statement to say like you're outside. That's because that's where the people are. And so we want to reach people exactly where they're at. And so it's nothing. I, I know people when they walk up or something all the time, it's like, but you guys are really like real in person. Like now nah, we really come from humble beginnings and we understand what it's like to, you know, see somebody that you, you've watched for a year or so and want to meet and have conversations with and show your portfolio too. So we never take it for granted. We, we take pictures every time we can. We look at portfolios every chance we get. And, and we give guidance every chance we get. It doesn't matter if we're in a supermarket. A lot of times we're with our families and we stop just because we know the importance of not only that conversation, but what can be taken, the value that can be taken from that conversation and where it can go when it leaves, right? Like that person can now give information to their family or they can execute on information that changed their lives. So it's very important and we're very intentional about that. So we definitely don't take it for granted. It's not an arrogant statement to say we outside. That's where the people are. So that's where we need to be. Yeah, you gotta have yeah no, and that's exactly what I meant by it. It's like, look, we people in the, in, the, in the Twitters and everything can say what they want to say, but we're really out doing the work. We're really outside and taking care of people. our family and taking care of our family. Skip, taking care skip of the kids. stock thing. Something yeah. I don't see many people move around with their kids. And my baby cute as hell, ain't it? <laughs> Shout out to Xander. Xander was outside. Too. Was, uh, Xander's, Xander's outside famous. right now. He's outside, yeah, he's right, outside now. Boy. right now. You know, Boy. but that's 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 what I meant. You know, well said by you guys. It's not like we're not trying to be no beef shit because we ain't got time to beef with nobody. It's like yo, we we trying to help people. You know, we we're trying to really move our culture to an, another level. And I'll say this in closing too: if you think you'll get attention by mentioning us, it would be much better just be like yo, bro, I want to partner with you. Collaboration is greater than competition. Been screaming that one too. Yep. Matt, I appreciate you as always, brother. Yo, safety, my guy. Safety, man. Safety first. Safety first. Queens get the money. Yes, Queens get the money. Shout out to 
Far Rockaway. Shout out to Northside Queens, Southside Queens, Westside Queens, uh-huh. uh, Farmers Boulevard, the whole Queensboro, home of the greatest rappers. Oh, that's a hard <laughs> one to argue. <laughs> you got you got Nas, you got Nicki, you got Fifty Cent, you got LL, you got Prodigy. It's a lot. It's a lot. Queens. Look, Brooklyn with challenge. Huh? I think Brooklyn has stepped Brooklyn in. Brooklyn has two, two of the greatest. Jay Big, Jay, Jay and Big. After that, so what, what Big off from? You can call him Big, Bab, the, the two, Bus. That's yo. We gotta have Fox. His... Bus is from Long Island. Um, the, 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 I mean, he, he's Brooklyn. He, he moved Island. to Long Island. He's Brooklyn. No, he's from Long Island. He went. He grew up in Brooklyn. I know. He moved to Long Island. He went to high school with Big. No, he went to junior, um, like he, elementary. They were in high school together. Elementary school. This for New Yorkers only. <laughs> Brooklyn or Queens? That's the tough line. Brooklyn though. has stepped in the chat. Queens, man. Queens been running rap for a long time, man. Jay and Big, two big ones though. I mean, yeah, no, that's that's monumental. That's right. that's a cheat code. That's the cheat yeah, code. Az from Brooklyn. He AZ, ain't Az is from Brooklyn. Brooklyn has that's stepped in the chat. Nice verses though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. That versus Brooklyn versus Queens, BQE. Swiss, yeah. BQE, yeah. BQE, right. Brooklyn versus Queens versus. <laughs> See, they just put, what bus moved to Long Island, he Brooklyn. Well, what age did he move? Bus high school. Was high school. I was in it Atlanta, was high school. So I busted the, the, leg- the, the legendary, The legendary story is that they were all in the same cafeteria in high school, Big J and Bus. He told that story on Drink Champs. Q-tip is Queens. Somebody put, oh, Big Daddy King. We can, I, come on. From Brooklyn. Oh. That's Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's tough. Who, who's the hottest from Queens right now? Right now? Yeah. Cause they still got Fabio right now. And they had- Fabio from Brooklyn? Yeah. Queens doesn't have a hot artist right now. I guess Nikki would be the hottest, right? Nikki, yeah. yeah. Greatest female MC of all time. Easily. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why y'all don't we can't debate props. that. We're not gonna debate that. Hands down. It'll still be like people like nah, that's shot. not debatable. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Janet, sorry, we didn't get a chance to get some questions today. Can we do two? Um sure, we, we could. We don't have to, I'm asking. Well, Grace. yeah, we can. For we sure. in New York. Before we before we go to questions, let me just announce our our, our new five uh, members of EY University. As you know, we teamed up with Ally to help empower the next generation of creators, entrepreneurs, and leaders with financial education. Right, so we gave away 20. Today we're gonna to give our last five, 20 full year scholarships to EYL University, where you can learn real world skills to help you pursue your financial goals. So if you're a creator, right, if you were an entrepreneur, if you were someone who was trying to gain financial success, we gave you until last Friday to enter your email at eyluniversity.com slash ally giveaway. So here are our final five, because everything we do, we all know we're better off with ally. Shout out to our friends at ally for making this happen. Here we go, last five, the final five. Mark Howell, Congrats. congratulations. You are now an EYL University member. You are now officially an earner. Angelica Stewart, you are our second choice of tonight. So Angelica, congratulations. Jeremy Shipka, shout out to you and welcome to EYL University. Joseph McLaurin, shout out to you and welcome. Graduation caps in the chat for him. And Faith Leader, you are now a member of EYL University. Shout out to you and welcome to the family. Congrats. Um, it's gonna be fun on this side. We got, we got some really dope things planned. Shout out to my man, Arthur. I see Arthur's in the chat. He just texted me. That's my guy. Uh, shout out to Arthur. I'm gonna give him a call. Uh, that's my dog. So shout out to him and shout out to everybody that just joined and all the earners that's in here tonight. Love is love. Jan, you there? 
And for the record, they said, yeah, Prodigy, technically he's That's not from Island. Queens, but Prodigy is Queensbridge. <laughs> wait, where, where Prodigy wait, from? Wait, wait, wait. How are we going to reverse engineers? Prodigy is So they bus is Brooklyn. Well, where is Prodigy from? from he Long is from Island. Long Island. They put him up on the Summer he, Jam he, screen. He, he's from Glen Coat. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Prodigy is- We adopted he him. He is Queensbridge. He's Bruh. Queensbridge. He's Queensbridge. He what, grew up in he grew up in Glencoe. No, he grew up in he's from Long Island. He went to high school. Yeah, Ashanti's mom, Ashanti's mom was his dance teacher. Yeah. But he, he made a name for himself in Queensbridge. Nah, he's a legend. He's, I'm not trying like, I'm not trying to respect him. He's, he's a legend. He's Queensbridge. He's not Queensbridge. He's not Queensbridge. Havoc, Havoc is Queensbridge. Queensbridge harder than Capone anybody. is Queensbridge. Nas is Queensbridge. MC Shan is Queensbridge. Prodigy is Queensbridge. Wally Mall is Queensbridge. Roxanne Chate is Queensbridge. Prodigy is Queensbridge. That's a flag. You're not Queensbridge. Yes, he is. I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry, Janet. Sorry, I said Luda from Chicago. Shout out Luda. I want no problem with Luda. Is Jeezy from Atlanta? No, he's from Macon. Okay. You guys ready for question and answer? He ain't rep what? He didn't. He never said he was from Atlanta. He rapped the Cocaine Hardest, cap. That would be Atlanta. Shout out to DML. Janet. <laughs> hey. Hey, Jan. How you guys doing? Great. How are you? That's our other show. Amazing, by the way. I'm excited for Invest Fest. We're going to run that back. Oh, that's, that's shout, out to, to, shout out to 13 Create. B, what up? All right. Let's get to these questions. Mike Dolo, we are going to come to you. Unmute yourself, please. Hopefully you're Mike still Dolo. Here. Mike Dolo is everywhere. I seen him in Vegas. Shout out to Mike Dolo. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, my God, how you doing? Hey, I actually I don't know what my question is. I don't have a question, but I'm gonna just say uh, <laughs> y'all doing a great job. I'm seeing y'all everywhere, and I enjoy you know y'all doing everything y'all doing. But my question is, um, well, you gave the price for Amazon, which was uh, ninety four and a hundred. Uh, so for Google, what's the 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 80, 84. You said 84? 90, 90, 84 cents. Right. And uh, what do you think the good price for Google to uh, get in once it's split? Or where do you think he'll be at when he does split? I will put it in Stock Club tonight. Okay, Certain thank you. For the Red Panda Rebellion only. All right, bet. <laughs> All right, I appreciate you. Thank you. Mike, keep showing up, man. I'd say it every time, man. It's about being in the right place all the time every event it's not even our event every event, every event. mike will he he finds himself in the right place every single he time he catch me every time i'm walking right and he always looks surprised that we like yeah. yo mike what's up mike we know what you look like man we know when you're coming bro yeah. Pause. Mike, mike dolo <laughs> all right janet one more all right tidra let me yourself please good evening can you all hear me yes how are you queen doing well um i my question was in regards to taking profit so i'm one that holds for a very long time five to ten years but what happened what what happened with netflix now i'm a little anxious so i did get in with a really good price like 60 something bucks so when but i wish i would have sold at 700 so my question for you is i have solar edge <laughs> and i bought solar edge a couple of years ago um, for like twenty seven seventy five, and now it's up to three hundred and something. So I'm up seven hundred percent. So I'm trying mm -hmm. to determine whether or not I should take profit at this point. If it drops to two eighty three sixteen, take profit there. If not, let okay. it run. But can you reiterate the prices you got into Solar Edge and Netflix, and why it's important to hold for at least five years? So I bought Solar Edge, I think, back in twenty fifteen. 
2015 or 2016 and it was like 2775 and the Netflix I either bought in 2013 or 2014 and it should be I think it was 64 or 67 something like that so but but I wish I would I'm still up of course but I wish I would have sold it at 700 so I'm like I don't want that to happen with Solar Edge and that's why I was like oh what should I do about it so yeah but thank you yeah, and a quick formula, anytime it gets five times what you paid for it, you can sell either a quarter or a half and let the rest run. Definitely when it gets to 10X, you want to take 70% off the table, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. Your congratulations on all that. that that's, that's incredible. incredible. That's incredible. Thank you. Well, 10 o'clock. Uh, 10 o'clock hour has approached us two hours in. <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody, man. Eat. It's going to be a legendary moment. Um, before I talk about InvestFest, once again, Puma. Uh, shout out to Puma. If you're in New York, pull up on us. Link in our website. On Wednesday, we'll be at the Puma's headquarters. We'll do a, be doing a meet and greet, a fireside chat. Uh, it's a whole vibe. Um, and then we'll be at a Sneaker Exit on Saturday or Sunday mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Um, we put the, we put a post up on social media about that. So go to their, go to their, um, their Instagram page. And before I leave, I just wanted to say about the sneakers, you know, I'm not a sneaker head, but I am a sneaker enthusiast. And, you know, my reasons, like if you watch the whole fat, my whole fashion journey throughout the course of my Instagram career, um, it's very nostalgic to the nineties in the, you know, that era, that era. Instagram career. So you know, a lot of a lot of these sneakerheads, they're like, oh, the Travis Scott, Ben and Jerry, Duncan, uh, Bel Air color. Uh, I'm gonna give away my Travis's at Pennsylvania, by the way. Okay, the Travis is off white, uh, gray, blue bottom. But I'm a little different when it comes to sneakers. Like for me, it's like the Bo Jacksons, the orange and blue, because that meant something. Yeah, yeah. Like the David Robinsons. That meant something. The, the Andre Agassiz meant something. The Charles Barkleys meant something. Meant something. So that's the kind of so when you see me, you know, I might, I might do something because it actually meant something, not because it's the highest selling sneak on StockX. Um, what are you saying? I'm just. I was gonna ask. You. <laughs> like, what <are> you saying? <laughs> I, listen, I'm like, I want the hottest shoe. If the if it's the hottest shoe, if it look crazy, if it's the trash. Nah, shout out to all the sneakerheads. Yeah. I'm just saying that's they're gonna my kill you. That's gonna, my thesis. Oh, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna that's my thesis. Okay. Gamers. Uh, you gotta be careful with these bottle things. girls, sneakerheads. Don't attack. <laughs> yeah, now you gotta be careful. Sneakerheads. Tra- oh, no, you gonna no. be you going into the sneakerhead convention? No, I'm a sneaker. Look, I've been doing sneakers since I was seven years old. Mm. But I'm just saying, for me, the sneakers actually mean something. Like they mm-hmm. have a they they represent a moment in history. Like, why, so why not do both? You could do both because they don't mean anything to me. Like the Travis Scott's don't mean anything to me. No disrespect, no disrespect to Nike or Travis Scott, but yeah. like those Bo Jacksons, they meant something. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the Andre Agassiz meant something. The yeah. the patent leather Jordans when they first came out, yeah. the pennies, the yeah, the pennies. they always don't mean something. They meant, yeah. but no, I'm just saying yeah. a lot of a lot of the people wasn't even a lot. It wasn't around for yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat. sneakers used to be. Our sneakers used to really mean something. Yeah. Like, I was well to us, right? Because this generation is everybody. different. Well, I'm saying now, like the yeah. Travis might mean something to this yeah. generation. Yeah. Well, I'm, what, what I will say, I would agree with the, the innovation of the shoes, right? There's not too many innovative shoes. So I will say that the Travis, probably Nike's most innovative shoe, right? That they have now. Uh-huh. The Virgil off-white, 
innovative. Everything else is just they just retro. There hasn't been a new silhouette. They were like, yeah. that's the one. And no disrespect to, to they, Braun. They just, they just bring it back yeah. old sneakers. That's what I said. Like yeah. KD is cool, but like nobody's really rocking that. They're playing ball on it. Kyrie, same thing. It's like those sneakers are dope to play the ball. They're comfortable. But are you rocking that? Whereas like when we was putting those patent leathers on, we was putting the bowls on, um, even the foams, it was like you. You, yeah, you wearing something with that. Like you going outside with yeah. that. Shout out to everybody in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, we used to go to Turkey Tournament. Everybody in Cali, man, had the black and red patent leathers. Like, that was you different. You see 500 people with that was Those are different. No, those are different. You got yeah. to be outside for like show. Yeah. But <laughs> I will, well, I'm, I'll say that because look, this Sunday, I will be a customer in that convention. And we're going to get some, try some Travis If cuts. anybody can, <laughs> I will not turn down a pair. But if anybody can get me a pair of, the original Bo Jackson's orange and blue. I got something better for if you. If anybody can get me the original Andre Agassiz, if anybody can get me the David Robinsons, or the Charles Barkley's, or the Chris Webbers. Which was which, which, which the Robinsons? The, the high top. The high top. That, the high uh, top. Nice. The one that yeah. Billy Hoyle had in White Man Can't Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, the, or the Chris Webbers. Yeah. Those are hard. The CB4. Chris Webber. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Not, I, the, not the Barkley. Not the Barkley yeah. Webber. So, hey, I want to give him the credit. Cri the Jason Kidd was fired too. Jason, Jason so, Kidd. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the J Kids. I yeah. actually gave those to Abdullah three years ago. Shout Thank out to you. those. Yeah, the, the, with the two bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Stay close. I wrote stay close on it. Size, size 13, by the way. Please. But I remember when those Barkers was tough, though. Barkers is tough. But yeah, the Chris Webbers. You got to put a post up of the pictures. So yeah, you know. I'm a, like, yeah. the Chris Webbers. When he got to Golden State. Legendary. The Golden, yeah. when he was at Golden State. Legendary. Yeah, it was hard. Legendary. Have you guys ever tried definitely. Crocs? They're very comfortable. I have them on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my guy Ty was on Crocs like five years ago. That's the only reason that, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we you know, you know I support everything. Yeah. I support everything. Oh, Clifton said the Pippins, the Pippins was hard. The air, the air on the, side. the original. The, now they got funky with the colors. Boy, the black and the, yeah, that's I, what those. Joints. That's what I'm saying. Those even like the, Pippin, air, like the Air Max ninety five, five legendary. Air Max 90, what's the orange? What's the um neon green joints? That's the ninety five. That's the, the the neon green. That's the original color. Different, bro. No, they like yeah. those meant something on the street level. Yeah. You no. wore those. And you were looked at differently. Yeah, yeah. You were looked Those at fine. differently. It said, no, it was a status symbol. I'm trying to It was a sign hood? of respect. Absolutely. It was a sign of respect. There's, there's Top no the Jordans two weeks before they came out. No, I lived that. Like, no, 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 we really like stop. We stop still doing that. sneakers though. Shout out to the immigrant kids that had to wear whatever their parents wanted to buy. Troy's an immigrant. He's a parent. So how'd you how'd you get your parents to buy those? My first pair of what? Tell, ask me what, what, what shoe, like what I, shoe? I don't know the shoes, so you'd have to say your first shoe. My first pair of Jordans, I was working at the Great American Cookie Store. I was 14, these, 15. These, these ain't K-Swiss. Oh, no, no, that was like, I like those a lot. Those, these I ain't like K-Swiss. Yeah, that's a rock and stock. We got, I got a stock like pair of those, those and a rock pair of those. But I was working at the Great American Cookie Store. Who wearing K-Swiss? K-Swiss. Now we didn't do that. And just because, now I didn't have any Ewings being Jamaican. I just want to throw that out there. I did not. I only rock people that I really like support. Like I wasn't a Ewing fan, so I didn't rock those. But yeah, now I saved up my, my money and bought okay. them. It took me like three three paychecks to get them. And on the first, I think the first pair I bought was the, like the 11 that I actually bought. Like my brothers had them, so I got to wear them, but they wasn't like mine. And yeah. when they became mine, it was, that was it. I was no going back. The Air Force Ones. The lows, the highs, never did the three quarters. I never, I can't never rock did with the Air three Force quarters. Ones, the highs, uh, yeah, the highs with the strap, and then you you tie the strap in the back. Legend. They don't, they don't make those no more. 
Okay. Legend. Rasheed Wallace. Like, Rasheed Wallace. The highs? Yeah. The Air, they don't know that. Like, they commercialized Air Force One. Yeah, exactly. We used to call Air Force Ones Harlems. Yo, it, they called Before they start, yeah. they not, yeah. They, what they call now? G, G Faisal? Something, something crazy. G Faisal Nelly, or something Nelly crazy. took responsibility for it. That's a Harlem thing. No, G Herbo's taking credit for it now. That's a Harlem thing. We yeah. used to call them Harlem, and yeah. then they start calling them Uptown, because Uptown is the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That... Those Air Force Ones were legendary. You had the black joints on. That's what there's a stigma with that now. See, this is the new era. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, that's like, I'm from a different era, hey, yo, man. Wait, when, when dudes was rocking the Harlem's, I went over to the Rod Lavers. Yeah. That's a fact. I went over to the Rod Lavers because it was just a little bit smoother look. It was like everybody was doing that. The Rod Lavers, if you, y'all know, if you got Adidas, you know you got to have a pair of Rod Lavers. You can rock anything with those. Yeah. And then they had the colorful bottoms. Uh-huh. So you really got to do that right. Shout out to my man, Larry. He said he was rocking the Grand Hills. I never was up on Fila. I, I just couldn't Grand do it. They was, those was hard, the 95, it was hard. I just couldn't rock Fila and, at that time. And going back to my business point, kudos to the agency of record for a long time for Nike, Weed and Kennedy. They were the one who came up with classic must have shoes. So if we go back to all the top most legendary shoes, yeah. Are usually under Nike. Same. Oh, Nike, Nike, definitely. Or Nike, ninety-five percent. This was a marketing campaign. Same back to the greatest player of all time. Yeah. You notice Kareem is never mentioned in the greatest players, and same with Oscar Robinson because they were not Nike athletes. All the greatest NBA players I, I just bought are Nike. I love these boys jersey. Rare. The Bucks. Rare. The so Bucks if we go jersey. back to nineteen, shout, shout out to Baltimore. Just for the record, Nike boots started, in, and I'm from New York. Jim Jones, you gotta relax. AC it's all in Maryland, ain't it? You saying that, that's a that's a Baltimore yeah, a that's thing. a Baltimore AC, yeah. PG County thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they were wearing Nike boots before. I ain't really. Un- I never was in the Nike boots, but Nike boots that started from with the bubble. Maryland. That started in Maryland. Yeah, yeah. I and, give them that. In 1995, Nike stock was at four dollars and forty five cents. So guess what they did? They made an incredible marketing campaign. The one eight hundred campaign. Remember that? Yeah. I called that number a bunch of times. Shout out to everybody that used to, to send their, their sneakers back. Value. <laughs> to try to get a new pair. Same thing that <laughs> Board Ape Yacht Club has done and crypto. That's why I tell you, coming from a lens of being in marketing first, yeah. you get to see the angles and how they set things up. And now we've been fiends for these. So. Yeah. Amazing. You know. Jen, you got a favorite pair? No. Why'd you surprise? I like Air Force Ones. Air okay. Force Ones, can't okay. go wrong. Tim's. I like Tim's. I like Tim's actually. Yeah, Kanye don't get too for help driving value at Nike and bringing them right. Because him and Don C in Chicago was the only ones right. that was retro. Shadi put out a call. I'm gonna put out a call. If to, <laughs> on Sunday, if somebody has the Yeezy Nike twos, it could be the red pair, it could be the gray. It could be the black and pink. The red Octobers? I know those are going to be like 20. I'm not probably not going to do that. 20,000. Yeah, 20,000. Thousand. Yeah. But if you got, I'm, I'm coming to see you. If you got the Air Yeezy 2, the Nike version, yep. I'm coming to see you Sunday. Reed said, shout out to Have East it sitting to the size, or... size 12. Don't play around. That was a good old days when you could buy Nikes off East Bay. They used to be two. Oh, wow. That was... You know, girls that wear wow. the catalog, the actual male catalog. You huh? used to have it. Are you guys into yeah. women that wear sneakers or heels? Um, heels. I I like both. Yeah. I like keep both. It. Let's keep it. All my gotta work everything, out, everything yeah. low profile sneaker though. Low profile, like yeah. under the ankle. Heels. If I, if you're wearing mids, this is a fact. If you're wearing you mids, you, you're mid. Yo, time Adidas, out. No, no, remember that? Adidas changed the game with no, that. No, no, no. Time out, time out. Let's go back for a second. We're going like this is like it. You remember that time when you pulled up 
to somebody's crib and they had on sneakers. And I, you, I red, was, red flag, red flag. That's the violation. He drove right back to my house. Like, yo, bro, she had mids on. I said, <laughs> you had on mids too? No, that was, that was a while ago. Big <laughs> girl. Big girl. <laughs> Best you can yo. get I said, wow, this is a long time. This is like teenagers. We was teenagers. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, bro. That's all it took? He's like, nah, red flag. Yeah, yeah. It was a red flag. It was a flag thrown on the plate. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to all my sneaker enthusiasts, man. This brings shout back- Shout out to Georgia Joss too or no? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. The Jersey Jets was that was legendary. That was legendary. That was an error. Oh man, a little theory, but we're gonna wrap it up. Sunday, yes. we outside. Sunday, Sunday, very nostalgic. Once again, shout out to all the sneakerheads. I'm not a sneakerhead, but I am a sneaker enthusiast. And shout out to Puma because that's actually my favorite sneaker currently. The GTV classic, the GTV classic Puma, a very classic, subtle shoe different colors, you can wear it in a variety of different outfits. Mm-hmm. I've been supporting Puma for a long time for free. So- uh, Time to get some equity. Yes. Yes. Why do so, they keep putting K-Swiss in the chat? Who is entering- and one, At one point, K-Swiss is cooking. <laughs> nah, bro, that K-Swiss, was never- That's a Midwest, 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 Midwest thing. Oh, I'm from where I'm from. At yeah, one could, point, the all white K-Swiss- You could bro. not come to school with K-Swiss. That's bro. a fact. At one point, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not surviving, bro. Are like, you going home. Maybe, oh, one, In school suspension, bro. In school suspension. That's a fact. Boy, it was the movement. Somebody's head through Ian with the- that's like Cali. They wear Vans in Cali. I never, I never got to oh, Vans, yeah, yeah. but they yeah. wear Vans. At one point, we're in the Midwest Yo. for like two summer, one summer maybe. Yeah, that's a that's anybody a Chicago, from Gary, Merrillville. Yeah, yeah. K Swiss. They was heavy on the K Swiss out there. Yeah. Wasn't it never in New York? Then? No, we couldn't do that. Nah, y'all wore lungs in there. <laughs> nah, <laughs> dude, he throwing shots. No, that was no, Jersey. No. That was Jersey. That's Newark. Church- oh, <laughs> I don't want no problems. New York is Tim's. Tim's and Gore-Tex. Now, at one point they was rocking Eastlands. That's a fact. Oh, Eastlands. I, I uh, that. Yeah, I, I, I brought. I actually bought the Timberland. Um, Eastland. Eastland. Yeah. Um, just for nostalgic purposes for London. Yes, yeah, a fact. Um, yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, gotta go. We can go down this memory lane all day. Invest fest. Get your tickets. Twenty twenty two. Master Investor will be in the building. Wall Street Trapper will be in the building. Steve Harvey will be in the building. Rick Ross will be in the building. Uh, Charlemagne the God will be in the building. Eric Thomas will be in the building. Uh, Terrence J will be in the building. Kenny Burns will be in the building. Uh, Josh Brown will be in the building. MG The Mortgage will be in the building. Uh, Budget needs to, it's called your biggest, your favorite. It's called all your favorites. <laughs> also, uh, earners. A lot of the earners are getting together for pre-Juneteenth meetups in different cities. So if you're an earner, please check out what your city is doing. And I want to shout out at Conundrum. She's teaching a very important class this Wednesday. Oh, yeah. uh, and the title is Inflation and Your Customer's Budget. How to Keep Your Product on Their New Shopping List. Because most Americans are down about $327 per month. So make sure you're still on the list. So make hope to see you guys there on Wednesday. There you are. I'll second for InvestFest. I'm... Y'all was there. Y'all got lifetime access. We're going to do something even more special. Please stay tuned. You know, I want to say it. I can't. <laughs> this is going to be the best one. If you want to learn how to invest, trade everything, bundle in one. Get your tickets now. Don't we- miss. Parties. There's going to be networking. It's going to be sessions. It's going to be breakout areas. It's going to be people that you're going to be able to sell products to for vendors. It's a whole, it's a whole vibe. It's an experience about this experience. I can't even talk to you about some other experiences that we, <laughs> we're activating in this situation, but yep. it's about creating experiences and um, really, you know, just taking it to the next level. Um, get inspired, get inspired. Food trucks. Yeah. Food trucks will be there. 
Yeah, and uh, I guess the last word would be this. Uh, our condolences go out to everybody that was uh, affected by the shooting in Philadelphia this weekend. Absolutely. We were in the city um, and made it out of there safely, um, but uh, three people lost their lives and 14 people were injured. Um, it seems like every week we, we seem to be doing this. Yeah. Um, and so our thoughts and prayers go out to the people who've been affected um, from this tragedy. Yeah, and and and, and um, the uh, our Nigerian um, our family yeah. out in Nigeria, they, you know, there was a, a mass killing out there in a yeah. church. Fifty people were killed. Um, so our thoughts and prayers go out to the the entire country of Nigeria and everybody that's been affected out there. Be so. careful out there and rest in peace to the rapper in the line of trouble. Trouble. It was trouble. actually you know ironic. That's the last thing I'll say is that um when we first did eighty five South, us and Wall Street Trapper, we did eighty five South. It never came out because the audio got got corrupted up, yeah. and uh trouble was there he was doing his episode before we did our episode mm -hmm. and i had never heard of him but i i watched him trouble do his real. do his episode and um you know obviously you know once i heard that episode and i followed up i don't think that episode ever came out either because the audio got corrupted which is that's kind of crazy now that he's no longer here but um so yeah you gotta be safe out here Step you gotta be right safe up. rest in peace but um safety first um Definitely, definitely keep your safety as a number one priority out here because it's getting it's getting crazy. Fellas, move correctly. Keep your head on a swivel, especially in this recession. People are a little bit more edge, a little bit more violent. Mm -hmm. Be careful. There's a reason why, like, I'm super low-key. Fellas, y'all know what I'm saying. Be careful. Rest in peace to him. He was a staple. I wouldn't say maybe as big as shorty low but kind of like the impact if you're from Atlanta ever been they rock with him heavy real one yeah yeah everyone um who was cool or connected to him um i'm sorry and then also metro booming yeah yeah actually. metro booming yes, yes. Dog, I, i'm sorry prayers prayers, prayers to up to him man that's y'all be careful out there for real yeah. all right guys take care um love you see you guys next week check out earn your leisure tomorrow fan base uh, dope, dope episode. Shout out to Isaac Hayes the third, and shout out to our Revolt family. We won an award. Yeah, we did. We did. We won an award. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Assets over liabilities on Revolt uh, won an award um, today. So congrats to that. Shout out to the whole team. Shout out to Alatra and Michelle. Award, and, we're and, we're award winning financial journalists at this point. Yeah, and uh, Dunny. Shout out to my my dog Dunny. Yes. Puff. Shout and obviously call and re up. Five seasons. <laughs> oh, no, we we back already. We already back. <laughs> Shout out to Diddy. Come Shout on. out to Diddy. We're already back. We'll, we'll see y'all in the summer. Hey. All right, guys. Love is love, y'all. Peace. Peace. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.